Welcome to the Gamers Junk Podcast, episode 62. I'm your host, Jason Ariola, and joining me today is... Jeez, I don't even know where to start. It's kind of weird not having Anthony here, because it's like, oh, Anthony's normally the first one. Anyway, uh, let's go with Luke Maxwell. Hello, hello, everyone. Hello there in internet land. John Lucero. Hello. And Frankie Ordaz. Hola. I'm going to roll that R one of these days and surprise you guys, so... <laughs> Can't nah. wait. Nah, probably not. So, anyway, let's uh, let's cut to the chase here. Let's go ahead nice. and let's talk about what we've been playing, guys, this week. Uh, John and Luke, you guys have been playing Resident Evil Seven here, so why don't uh, why don't you guys kind of kind of banter on about that? Because I'm really fascinated by this one. I actually want to get you guys' opinion on on this one. Uh, all right. Well, I've finished it. Luke, where are you at in Resident Evil 7? Mm, I've just got to the point now where um, <clears throat> I have a crank. I need to put a crank in a bridge okay. to lower a bridge, but I can't because uh, there's a lot of bugs around, and I've used up all my flamethrower rounds um, <laughs> okay. killing other bugs. So <laughs> yeah. that's very frustrating. Is, do you have any quick tips, incidentally, for dealing with those bugs so they don't swarm on you when you're trying to do do things uh run past them like there's really like if you don't have any flamethrower it's just like at that point you just gotta run past them and they'll leave you alone mm. eventually they won't chase you forever but, yeah it's right up at that crank though there's a little beehive i should have oh well, yeah, you need, yeah you, you need the flamethrower for that um, oh man i better find myself some more flame rounds somewhere uh there should be one i mean you probably picked up a bunch and there's a few in the house. There's one underneath, like, in that hallway between the the two rooms. Uh, oh, sure. Yeah. There's one, there's one underneath, underneath that, that, like, stand at the little table at the end by the... Oh, okay. I'll have to check that little stand. Out. Yeah. I just mm. played... I'm on my second playthrough, and I just actually just did this area again. So that's why it's so fresh in my mind. Uh, mm. uh, yeah. Very good. Uh, yeah. So uh, I think the main... Thing to, to ask when we're appraising Resident Evil 7 or like trying to figure out what it's about is how did you feel about the last few Resident Evil games? Let's say five, six okay. revelations. Uh, all right. Uh, me and my friend just did a playthrough of Resident Evil 5 and now I have a I used to not like 5 at all and now I say it's a very good co-op game. I will, I will mm-hmm. say that it's a I very think good that's- where yeah. the strength is for sure. Yeah. yeah, it's a very good co-op. It's a terrible single-player game, but a very good co-op game. What um, you don't like? Uh, you don't like your partner like just randomly using the health sprays on herself oh and just blowing through your ammo needlessly. I, I literally. This is literally the first time I beat Resident Evil Five because I couldn't take it the first few times I tried to beat it. It was. It was kind of like my white whale because I love Resident Evil and I never beat five. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, how about six? Six is a goddamn mess of a game. Mm-hmm. It's. Uh, it's like it's all I've played that co-op too and I had a good time because I like when I like playing games with my friends but it's 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 not a good game it's the Leon's chapter is boring um Chris's chapter is not Resident Evil Mm. and um fuck the other guy Jake Jake his chapter is all right you get the suplex zombies which I liked I like that I thought that was Mm. funny but that was cool yeah yeah it's also twenty hours. Lo- it's also twenty hours long, plus oh. an extra chapter. I think that but, uh, sounds needlessly yeah. lengthy. Yeah. Um, I, I did that game through co-op, and I found it to be reasonably 
fun. What I like about Resident Evil 6 is that you have a lot more range of movement than you did in the previous game. So you can really like do a lot of maneuverability stuff, slide along the ground and shimmy shake around the place and roll and do all sorts of neat stuff. You can do this cool blind fire thing where you like tap the aim button and then press fire and they kind of, you know, will have a chance of blowing off a zombie's head without you having to do much. So those pits are kind of cool and there's a lot of range to how you can actually deal with the zombies, but everything about it feels too complicated. It, it's like that, um, you know, that situation where a lot of Japanese games of that period had kind of contrary controls to what you would think the, the controlled scheme should be. And so I always think about um, Metal Gear Solid 4, where you had that move where you could sit on a guy if you wanted to. <laughs> and yeah. it's like the most, you know, crazy combination of, of button presses you've got to like press R1 slightly and then move your thumb off the analog stick for a second, <laughs> but like twitch it and then like, you know, hold R2 and it does that. And that's the same with Resident Evil 6. Like you could do cool shit, but you've got to really, you know, go full monster hunter and get your hands in all sorts of weird positions to do it. So it takes away from the, the immediacy and the fun of it. Um, and also, oh yeah, as, as uh, you were saying, I mean, that game's a real slog. It, it really overstays its welcome. And the problem is that, like, out of the four chapters, two of them, if not three of them, are, are pretty bad. Uh, yeah. So, so it's, uh, it's definitely not one that I enjoyed. But I, I did enjoy playing it with people. I think that pulls it through, much like with Five. But I think Five is, mm -hmm. is more solidly a good game because it's immediately building on Resident Evil 4 and it's a little closer before now as a, as a real quick as a casual like resident evil fan i guess player mm -hmm. we'll just go with player um who the hell is jake jake uh, is um, dead. there you go <laughs> yeah wesker's dead at that point i don't know if you finished five wesker's dead <laughs> oh well i mean that just because he died doesn't mean he's dead i mean that's why oh yeah i mean okay. he they, they, they super kill him, okay. so, I mean, he could be dead. Like, they shoot two rockets into his eyes while he's in a volcano. Okay. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I mean, it's Resident Evil, and, it, and it's a video game, so, you know, whatever. But, hey, okay, yeah. so that was that was mm. sort of... Okay, I got you then. Uh, yeah, and also, on the thing about Six is... Like, six has a lot of control options, and he mm. said like, there's too many. I also just think they don't feel that good. They don't feel very tight. Yeah. Like, and they yep. feel really, it feels... It's a loose game. Like, it feels too loose. Mm. And... And there's a lot of, also, there's a lot of enemies that grab you in that game, and it's really annoying to have to shake the stick constantly because enemies grab you, so that's mm -hmm. that's one other thing. Yeah, so I remember that. That was annoying. Yeah, there's nothing in a lot of video games I enjoy more than having to uh, shake the analog sticks back and forth. The worst. Um, and I do like Revelations, though. I played I played that a few, a few years ago. I, I did like that mm. quite a bit, at least in comparison to the recent ones. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I, I thought that was good because it was um, a very enclosed space and it was a lot about the the scariness aspect of it here and there. They were playing up that element of it and also feels a little bit like Gun Survivor in a funny kind of way because it's um, yeah. it's first person for the, the shooting. And actually, I think that um, Resident Evil 7 is 
weirdly close to Gun Survivor as well. Um, I would say that it's probably like if you were to take the, the three Resident Evils that it resembles the most. Um, I think coming off of having played the remake last year, uh, the remake of one, this one definitely feels like that to me in terms of how it's presented. Like graphically, it looks very much like the remake of one. But then uh, in terms of the gameplay, I think it's somewhere between Gun Survivor and uh, Resident Evil Nemesis in the structure of it. You've got these stalking enemies a lot of the time. And yes. uh, the combat is very, you know, it's not the best shooting in the world, but it, it doesn't really have to be. I think that it, it does a competent job. And what it does well, it does really well. I mean, I think the presentation of the game is great. And it's um, showing, at least in these early stages, I don't know really how far I am in the game but uh, at this point. But uh, I haven't been bored or been able to predict where it's going to go. Uh, there's been some crazy stuff that's happened, and I've enjoyed all that. Um, you know, the, the boss fights so far have been like you're stuck in the most intense moments from a horror film and you have to, you know, play through the bit in Evil Dead where you're, you know, <laughs> where your one's ripping off her arm or you have to do like something out of a Saw movie or whatever else. So I think that's cool. Um, but it's, it's, yeah, I've been surprised by how much it's been able to be uh, a game that, that throws up a lot of variety in your way um while also you know adhering to that resident evil structure i mean really going from the main house that you start in to this secondary place is so much like resident evil one where you end up you know there's even a, a big plant monster and bugs and all sorts of stuff so uh, that i think is pretty cool yeah it's uh i think you're spot on with the with the remake comparison it's uh mm. as soon as you open up that door as soon as you put the that thing in the door and open up the house, really open up the house to your stuff. That's when yeah. the game really feeling like Resident Evil. That first hour or so is kind of, it's, it's different. It seems a little, that, that's where those like amnesia and PT comparisons come in is that first, sure. that, that first hour or so of the game, the prologue. Um, mm -hmm. And it's probably this, probably the scariest part, part of the game just straight up and straight up horror wise. It's because yeah. you don't, you don't have a lot to de you don't have a lot to use against enemies. That's most the most of the point. Most of that time, you don't have anything to use, and things are just chasing you. And uh, it's 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 really well, it's really well done in that sense. But I think it, it becomes a great a really good game when you really when you open up the mansion though. That's when it starts. Mm -hmm. That's when it becomes Resident Evil and it becomes a better game than just yeah. like a, a scare factory. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's a, it's a very effective scare factory for that little while. And then, yeah, as you said, oh, yeah. it becomes oh, yeah. a different sort of game. And I think that helps in a way because you're going from something that's very unfamiliar for the series in the way that it's structured to then uh, something that, that feels like you're, you know, even though you're going into a scary mansion, you're coming home in that way because, you know, you've lived in this scary mansion for 20 years. Um, yep. you know, through the various remakes and things. Um, and, and so I think that, you know, there's, there's definitely a nice sense of uh, nostalgia to it as well as um, some new stuff. One, one thing that I'm actually kind of struck by about the game is how, um, and I'm sure it will develop into being more in line with other Resident Evil games and perhaps like have more connections to those other Resident Evils. But uh, it's written by some of the people that worked on Fear. Um, yes. One of the main writers worked on Fear. And uh, you can really see that, I think, in the 
in the game. Um, it, it really feels very much like, you know, this was a, a guy from America writing this and not, you know, some, some Japanese guys. Um, so I think that that helps and it's a hindrance in a way. It's not as wacky as it could be, but I think that um, some of the stuff is really good. I'm terrified of the uh, of Marguerite. She's a, a very oh, she's... scary lady. Don't want to have deal you, with her. Have you done the videotape? Uh, you probably did that right before you got there, actually. Uh, That's me. right. Yeah, where me as videotape. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The uh, the videotape in these games, guys, are like little snippets, and you instead of just watching the tape, you actually play through it as the person in the videotape, and they're they're pretty effective in turn. Uh, he hasn't done the next one yet, but these the first couple are uh, pretty straightforward, just hide and don't get killed things. Yeah. But uh, they're really. In terms of horror, I think they're really well done. Now, I liked. What um, exactly do you mean oh, with sorry, the videotapes? Oh, you're fine. Just what's the? Uh, what do you mean, like videotapes? They're totally optional if you just find them in the environment. Uh, there's only a few. There's only a handful of them. Oh. Okay. But uh, and, and you find you can take them to these VCRs. Usually at a, there's one. There's some at certain save points, and you just pop mm. it in, and you play through it, and they actually will help you in some ways if you finish them. They'll foreshadow things that yeah. are later in the game. So you'll, you'll sort of get a, a clue in on puzzles. Um, at the start of the game, for example, you watch a videotape and it shows you that there's a secret button underneath the fireplace. Okay. Yeah. Um, then later on, you're able to replicate that in the, the real you know, game too. So there's some, uh, there's some cool stuff there. I, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm generally very impressed by the game and I, I definitely had some misgivings from playing the preview, the beginning hour demo, because I, I did an amnesia type game, but I'm happy to see that it's a little bit more Resident Evil because I never, I never had the kind of patience to finish um, Amnesia or uh, Outlast or any of those kind of games um, or Alien Isolation for that matter. But uh, this, I'm a little bit more comfortable with the, the structure of it. So I think I can, uh, hopefully, if I can find some more um, flamethrower rounds, I'll be able <laughs> to uh, get past this area. Otherwise, it's a, it's a long way back to the start for me. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely a game that's a lot of fun. I wonder, um, are you playing with the VR mode at all? Or no, I'm not. I, wish I, I, I want to, but I don't have a VR headset. Uh, yeah, no, me neither. And I'm, I'm playing it on the computer anyhow, but um, I could imagine that some of the sequences are very, uh, very uh, <laughs> yeah. visceral, you know. Especially with uh, the uh, the early, when you said you said Nemesis, and I totally agree, like that mm. That first, the the farmhouse especially is very Nemesis-esque you know, with a yeah. certain, certain person in there following you. And I can imagine mm -hmm. being in VR, that would be a little intense the entire time. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, um, yeah, so a thumbs up for Resident Evil 7, I think, definitely. Uh, one thing I also want to praise really quick, I think is mm -hmm. the, the, like, the understated thing about this game, is how quiet it is all the time. Just how, like, there's not a lot of, like, it's all ambient environmental sound most of the time. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, it just kind of grates on, it's a, nothing, you, like, even the smallest sound, you, like, jump a little bit, you look around, and it was nothing. It was just, uh... The house rested, coming to a rest, or you bumped a chair over on accident. And yeah, also, it's like the loudest thing in the world too when you bump a chair over. It makes <laughs> no sense. <laughs> uh, um, I think that's like one of the keys to how scary because Resident Evil is. A, they've been survival horror games, but they haven't been scary since like the original ones. And I think mm -hmm. this is this one is probably 
in my opinion, it's the scariest one they've made because the old ones were a little before my time, so they they don't really do it the same way for me that they probably did people back then. But uh, yeah. they, yeah, they really put the horror back in Resident Evil, and I really appreciate that. Yeah, I was gonna say Resident Evil has been kind of just more of a, a yeah, it really hasn't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it it hasn't been particularly scary. For me, anyway, since, like, the first one, it's always more of, like, a tense situation of, like, am I more worried about, like, inventory management? Like, I, God, I hope I have enough supplies to get through this. And that's really been the biggest, mm. like, scare for me with Resident Evil. So, it's kind of nice to actually see something that might actually genuinely kind of scare me, I guess, if I ever play this one. So, I'm bound to pick it up and let it sit on my shelf, but who knows if I ever play it, you know, just <laughs> how things go. So... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, speaking of stuff, because I've got a lot to run down, so we'll, but I'll run down everything kind of quickly here. Um, uh, actually, Frankie, why don't you go next? Let's talk about Mirror's Edge Catalyst a little bit. Um, before you start, has anyone else on the cast actually played it? Nope. Uh, no. Okay, so I'm going to be speaking as the next closest thing as somebody who owns it but hasn't played it. So go ahead, Frankie. <laughs> tell me about it. <laughs> tell me about it. Tell me about Mirror's Edge. So, actually, um, did you play the first one, and what was your uh, what were your kind of thoughts on that one? Yeah, yeah. So the first one I really enjoyed. Um, I, you know, I, I kind of agreed with a lot of people where it wasn't, it wasn't the, definitely not the best game around. Uh, the graphics were kind of lacking. The story was kind of lacking. Uh, there was a lot there that wasn't, uh, didn't live up to its potential. But it did have a lot of potential, I thought, and. The free running aspect of it, they they did amazingly well with it. So, um, um, I thought that it was a, a really great start. Real real quick start. aside, um, I'm not sure if you've played the original Xbox game Breakdown. No, <laughs> no, I haven't. Uh, has anyone played Breakdown? I, I've, I've played Breakdown. That. I have to say, I think Mirror's Edge did a much better job of handling first-person uh, movement than uh, than Breakdown did. Mm-hmm. Although there was the scene in Breakdown where you actually puke into a toilet, and that was probably one of the more interesting things I've ever seen happen in a video game. It's just like, oh, okay, that's, <laughs> this is really kind of odd. So anyway, uh, yeah, I just kind of wanted a, a little comparison. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the way that they gave uh, visual cues where to, where you needed to go, I thought was really good in Mirror's Edge, um, without like like pointing things out to you exactly. I don't know um, though. It 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 is the whole world is basically like this whitewashed world, and then oh hey, there's a red thing right there. That's clearly where I'm supposed to be going. Yeah, 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 and it's kind of this double edged sword where it's like okay, but that means that the whole world is really lacking in in. Um, I don't know what you say. It's just beauty, I guess. I don't know. But, and, and it's the same in this one too. Uh, I know there was a few sites. I can't remember who, but some, some were like, yeah, this is great visually. And others were like, eh, not really. And I'm kind of in the not really camp. Cause it does that same thing. Uh, the world looks pretty bland, but when you look, for like detail in certain areas it does look good so i can see why some people said that the visuals are really great um but i don't know it's it's really weird i'm uh i'm not i don't think i'm that far into the game i want to say i'm maybe 25 percent of the way through um but it it doesn't pull me in it uh 
every time that I sit down and play it, I have a lot of fun, but there's nothing that's really making me go, oh, yeah, I really want to play some Mirror's Edge again. Okay. So that's that's kind of unfortunate um, Did the because first the last game... one, that, that was definitely a thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, it totally pulled me in. I, I totally wanted to keep playing as much as I could, and there's even times that I still go back and, and I play the old one. Um, so I kind of feel like even though I, I'm, I'm enjoying the game, after I'm done with it, I don't know if I'm going to go back and play it again. Uh, but but we'll see. It could pick up. Um, but uh, a lot of people were complaining about how uh, you have to, like, gain skills. They're not all unlocked right off the bat, like in the first one. Okay. It's a little weird. It feels like kind of like a, a gimmick to, to, you know, to make you feel like you're progressing or whatnot. Um, but I mean, cause this one is a little bit more open world. Isn't that sort of the, uh, yeah. the artificial barrier for some of these places is like, Oh, you don't have this yet. So it's, it's a sort of the way of closing off certain parts of it until you gain like these abilities, basically a little bit. Um, as far as I can tell, uh, there hasn't been too many places that I can't access just because of that. But then I don't know all the skills. I, I feel like I only have a few more skills that I really need to get until I have all like the basic ones. Okay. So I'm I'm not sure. It's 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 weird, but it feels like there's a lot more left of the world to explore. Um, that's just not there. So I don't I don't know if it's because I'm not really like looking to go out and explore. Uh, I've just been kind of going from mission to mission. Uh, that's on, that's on the map, like whatever is nearby. Okay, I'll go and check out. Now, were um, you someone that felt like you kind of wanted an open world Mirror's Edge, or did you like the little bit more of a linear thing? Because I, me personally, I prefer the linear thing because once you give like that much range of movement and that much, um, like I guess, area to explore, it just seems like there's a lot of. Uh, there's a lot of potential for just sheer boredom of like, okay, well, I guess I move from here to here to here. It's like, okay, well, this is, it just seems like a lot of nothing basically. Like, like I wouldn't want to actually go explore a real city by being able to parkour everywhere because it's like, I don't, I don't know. It just seems like, and it just, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. You know, I do, you know, I, I see the same few places over and over again, uh, which is kind of like, okay, I'm part of it's like, okay, now I know how to run through this really quick. Like, especially when it comes to the time trials. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's kind of good in a, in certain senses. Um, but yeah, for the most part, it's, it's again, I haven't opened up a whole lot, so, so maybe that'll change, but it it is kind of getting tiresome seeing the same old stuff going pretty much running back and forth. Um, across the city but that being said i do keep finding new little areas that i haven't seen before where it's like oh this might be a shortcut um i think i even found a place that was a little glitched out because it's like you can get down into this area really easily but i could not find a way back up (laughs) um the only option was to die oh so that was cool um (laughs) yeah that seems like great game design yeah um maybe there's something i was i was missing but i'm I don't know. Um, but yeah, it, 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 it does. That is part of the problem with it. Uh, I am getting a little bored just seeing the same old stuff, the same area over and over and over again. Um, but yeah, I, I think I need to play some more of it 
I need to beat it. That's for sure. But again, it's just kind of hard because there's nothing that's like, yeah, I really want to pick up that game and go back to it. Gotcha. So yeah, see, that was like for I guess what you could sort of see as like a perceived weakness of the first one. I did like that it was, you know, as I mentioned earlier, a linear experience because they could concentrate on making things interesting for your movements and everything. And then you come to this yeah. one where it's open world and it's it, it's much less of a refined experience because it's like, well, we have to give players a few more options, but the options aren't as good as what they had in a very like narrow setting. Like I felt pretty compelled to mm-hmm. get through the first one. And that's sort of what worried me about the second one a little bit is everything I've heard. And then some of the, like the, the odd, like load points and the load times are supposed to be pretty terrible too. So I don't know. Well, I'm playing it on PC. Um, so I'm not having any problem with load times. Okay. Uh, uh, because it's running off my SSD. So I'd be pretty sad if it was having load time problems. Oh, okay. Um, but, but, that, yeah, you know, the the design of some of the 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 things you have to do, the parkour aspects of it, um, they, I think they actually did really well. There's a lot of hidden stuff, uh, like you know, different ways to get to to a destination, um, and some of them are really cool. Some of them are kind of like okay, whatever. And and it's funny because the game kind of leads you along the path of that's kind of like all right, you're not, you're just kind of running. Okay. Um, but if you if you take the time, because the the visual cues to get you to the the, the visual cues that are around are they're not as obvious this time. Uh, you have like a um, like when you're doing the time trials in the first one, like the ghost of a uh, what's her name of Faith running. Mm. That's kind of what you have uh, when you're just running through the game this time around. Um, that kind of guides you, but that that'll take you along the. I guess the path of least resistance, but you can increase your time or, or shorten your time a shit ton. If you just take, take a bit of time to look around and see, okay, I, maybe I can get up this way and maybe there's a way I can hook around this. And, and that's really, that's one of the parts that I really, really liked about the first one. And it's still here in, in, in catalyst. And it's really fun to find all those, those shortcuts. Um, so that's, the most exciting part for me. And that's, that's why at this point, I mean, it's kind of eh for me, but I do, I am enjoying it when I play the game. Okay. So I don't know. I'll have an update next week, hopefully and have it beat. Has anyone here played dying light? No. Oh, I want to so bad. You know, a, a site, I'm a big fan of quarter three, like Tom chick. I, I think really enjoyed that game. And that's kind of one of those things. Like I really want to, Really want to get into that one. Mm-hmm. If you want, like, what you're describing, what Mirrors as Catalyst wants to be, I think Dying Light succeeds very well at. In yeah. The open, open world parkour game. It's got, it's probably the best first person uh, traversal stuff that, that's been done up to this point. It's, it's really good. Uh, the game itself is, okay, is, is decent too, but it just, just the part about running around that world is really, really fun. I recommend it if you like, if you, want something a little meatier than what this game is probably giving you right now yeah Please. yeah yeah i'll check it out for sure because i've been wanting to play that game really really bad so yeah oh. good 
All right, then. Uh, let's move on real quick. John, uh, Final Fantasy 15 quota. We need to meet that. Uh, tell me about the DLC. I, I, I do have the season pass, but I haven't gotten around to popping Final Fantasy 15 back in yet. So I want to hear about this ridiculous, cho- you know, Chocobo and Moogle, whatever the hell was going on there. Yeah, the Moogle Chocobo Carnival. <laughs> um, it's real dumb. It's what that's like, kind of like what Final Fantasy 15 is good at. Is, I was is, just gonna say it's Final Fantasy in general is yeah. real dumb. But. Yeah, it's uh, it was it was it took me. I played for about an hour until I got uh, until I got my fill. I did all the little side quests they have. They're mostly fetch quests, running around like picking up baby chocobos or taking pictures of Moogle dolls in different places and or, or helping decorate. And there's also like a turret sequence too you can do. Um, okay. And also wearing it, wearing your uh, your dumb Moogle hat or your sombrero fiesta outfit, depending on if you had this, if you bought season pass or not. Oh, uh, it makes Knox look real dumb. Uh, but it was it was just nice being back in that world for a little bit. It, it's a very pleasant game compared to Resident Evil Seven, so that was kind of nice. Uh, yeah, it's true. Noctis does a really good is a really good bad Ignis impression when he learns a new recipe at, <laughs> at one point because it's it's that that was worth the price of admission alone for me. Uh, and also, you remember Kenny the Crow, that weird like mascot from the local diners yeah. around the place. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a guy dressed up as him with a with a soda that he wants you to try out, and he just if you it's totally optional. I didn't realize it was gonna happen. He just I walked by him. And he grabbed me. Did he he goes, your you? son tries. He he forced the drink down my throat, and it's. I swear to God, this has got to be a gift by now on the internet. But this, the the animation for that is really uncomfortable to watch. <laughs> and and then after he's done, uh, Noctis goes. After he's done, Noctis goes. Thanks for the mouthful, and that's that. That's that's uh. So okay. Yeah, it's it was about an hour. It's if you've got to see them pass, I recommend just doing it it's dumb it's, although the frame rate's really rough with all of the stuff going on like all the confetti and people that they put in alticia where it's at um and you got a PS4 i don't think you need to see too right yeah and it was it was just chugging pretty bad in some parts it was uh it made, it made me a little ill actually that, re- that rarely happens with frame rate with me but uh, uh i might have just been it might have just been mine, but it seemed it seemed pretty rough to me, uh, pretty pretty frequently. Uh, so that, just let, know that before you go in. But yeah, it's, it's good dumb fun okay. for now. <laughs> if you missed the characters, Final Fantasy, you haven't played for a while. It's it's not it, it's only Noctis, but I mean it's still it's still right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just a kind of a goofy little side thing to do, I suppose. I mean, at least it's something to get you back in. But yeah, it's uh, just the pictures I've seen of it, and just like Noctis dancing in the like ridiculous like white t-shirt and hat. I'm like, oh yeah, you do you do the Moogle dance at one point. Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess it can't be any worse than the uh, Mario like... dance that we saw in the uh, yeah. uh, Mario Odyssey trailer. But <laughs> I don't understand the 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 moogle thing they don't look that cute to me i don't understand what people see in oh moogles. dude you go straight to they're hell just... you go straight to hell they look... i don't i don't get it i don't get it chocobos yeah. are adorable i don't get the moogle thing see i don't get the chocobo thing i'm like they're giant fucking chickens 
Moogles yeah, are like little teddy bears with like an antenna at the top. Moogles like have the, personality. What are you talking like about? The, they're like the fucking like teddy bear you get at Goodwill that no one didn't, no one wanted anymore, and it's got like a, <laughs> it's got a weird, it's got a weird patch on it, and you like this might be a bear, but I don't think it is. Um, <laughs> that's what a Moogle is. Well, that's just because you so, grew up with the Final so, Fantasy VI with the slam dancing Mog man. Come on. <laughs> Chocobos, you can rock. You can you you sleep on them in, in your camp when you go camping. No, come on, what are you? A moogle is like a dog that you can talk to, though. Yeah, they say Koopo constantly. What does that even mean? They say other words. <laughs> I don't know what Koopo means. So. <laughs> I think it's just a ridiculous little add-on thing. Anyway, okay, maybe, so let's let's get off let's get off, let's get off the moogle discussion here. Um, I like moogles. You apparently don't. Um, I like I said my podcast. You can go straight to hell. So anyway, uh, Luke, let's talk about Dragon Quest Eight a little bit here because I haven't. I actually own it, but I haven't played it yet. So and I don't know when I'll get around to it. Uh, but actually, you, but I, you have? No, no. I, well, I, I've I've played the past, original the PS2. PS2. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, uh, then you'll know what to expect, or will you? Because um, this <laughs> is a remaster. Yeah, this is a remastered uh, version of. Um, Dragon Quest VIII, which originally came out on the PS2 in Japan in 2004 and came out uh, all over the rest of the world 2005-2006 game that is very near and dear to my heart let me tell you, I can tell you exactly what I was doing um, around the time of of Dragon Quest VIII coming out, it was a a summer, it was a um, terrible time for me personally and um, I game got me through some 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 tough stuff but uh was tied in with these summer days you have the windows open the birds are chirping the nectar is in the air and dragon quest is on the tv and uh it's it's a game that's very special to me for that reason and a game that is now getting me through some some tough times in that um it's it's now the game that i'm playing on my morning commute to and from work uh, in the morning and then the evening getting me through that uh, that early morning rising and uh, filling me with meeting up with your old friends again hearing their familiar voices all that sort of stuff but, God, but um, I, I wish i could do that they well, what's interesting about this game 3ds when you're driving that's true they do but uh you know you get one of those self-driving cars yeah and uh, you're you're good to go there you go mm-hmm. yeah problem yeah. solved better yet don't drive <laughs> I'll just Uber to work. There you go. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Although, if um, uh, hashtags are anything to be believed, soon you might not be able to Uber. As right. uh, as currently trending is uh, what is it? Is it uh, delete Uber? Is, is the hashtag that's currently trending on account of the fact that they're acting as strike breakers in uh, your United States of America, which is um, you know. Wow. Not to get too much into it, but from from outside looking in, boy oh boy, you guys, woof. Yeah, from inside looking out, boy oh boy. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, from the yeah. inside looking to get out, we. Yeah, God, it's a shit show. Can we talk about games? Yeah. Well, that's it. I mean, that's the thing with Dragon Quest Day, right? It's it's a game that helps you escape fully into a lush, beautiful world where nothing's wrong. And uh, even if it is, it could be solved through the power of friendship. And <laughs> I was going to say, except your lover's a horse, but. 
Yeah, well, that's true. And actually, you know, in um, the remaster, your lover doesn't have to be a horse. She doesn't even that horse doesn't even have to be your lover. You can uh, marry Jessica at the end oh, oh, if yeah. you if you want. So um, there you go. You, the world's your oyster, really. Uh, but uh, yeah, in terms of this game, it's it's kind of a funny thing because Dragon Quest Eight, I think, is one of the best looking PS2 games mm-hmm. by far. Um, level five, really know how to work that ps2 um very well you know with dark chronicle and rogue galaxy and dragon quest 8 all fantastic looking games um level five don't make great games but under the guidance of uh yuji hori and the, the folks at square enix they really made a fantastic piece of work with um yeah yeah i think uh, quest I, 8. I think and, when they're uh, left to their own devices they don't do so well but if they've got somebody with mm-hmm. an ip that mm-hmm. you know that other person owns they're yeah i think they do yeah. pretty well so yes indeed and uh the situation here is that this one has been ported by Psy games who people may know i believe uh, let's see they make a grand blue fantasy i think and um other big mobile games in japan but they they ported this to the uh 3ds and doing so there's a lot of sacrifices you know there was a lot of talk about um how powerful the the 3ds was when it was first being shopped around because you know they had a lot of ports from uh, not only the 360 ps3 but also the ps2 and uh, none of them ended up really landing that well or, or hitting that hard and i think that you could probably best approximate the 3ds's power as being somewhere between uh and this is a really wide margin here but uh, somewhere between a let's say ps1 and a a low-end ps2 kind of situation i think it's like much like the psp where it's like probably probably the best ps1 looking game you could get with some you know uh uh, per pixel um uh, filters and whatnot so obviously you you get games looking better but i think that you know to ballpark it the 3DS isn't that much more powerful than a PSP, I would imagine. Um, and so mm-hmm. in taking this, you know, greatest to great graphical games from the PS2 to the 3DS, there's a lot of sacrifices. Um, it's not as bad as the iOS port of um, Dragon Quest VIII, which removed a lot of the foliage, foliage and uh, also uh, took out... Um, you know, a frame rate, about 40 of the frames there. So as you were playing it at five frames a second for the whole way through, uh, this one is definitely a little bit more clippy. Uh, you know, you, you can run, you know, it runs at a steady frame rate. You can speed up the battles, all sorts of good stuff there. The alchemy pot is instantaneous now, which is fantastic. Um, lots of little improvements, but the graphics really do suffer because um, much like Dragon Quest Seven, actually, on a 3DS, this game has a incredible amount of pop in and it takes away a little bit from the you know uh horizon line atmosphere of the the first game where you could always look out and see seas of trees in the distance and say i'm going to run towards that mountain and in this uh, you can see the mountain but you'll also see trees popping up as if by magic um in front of you as you run so it it takes away from the the grandness of the world and the, the presentation somewhat but um, having said that, the amount of, of new stuff in the game, the amount of sort of quality of life improvements really um, help this port and make it worthwhile. You know, the speedier battles, the extra options for marriage, <laughs> the extra characters that you can get in your party. You can have Red and Mori 
in your party. Uh, every character has um, different clothes, where it was the case before that only Jessica and the hero had a change of costume. Now, uh, Yangus and Angelo and Red and Mori can have different costumes as well. And there's new dialogue and new flashbacks. And so you get a little bit of extra story going on here as well. And it's, it's you know, if for most of it, most of the package, it's the game you know, I know, you love, I love. And it's uh, it's really a wonderful thing. And it's been great to go back to it. But, um, you know, if you're if you're sitting on it and it's it's been a while, it's definitely a game that um, when you're playing it, you, you can't help but be charmed all over again by everything that they've done with it. The presentation is fantastic. That voice acting is great. And, you know, for a long time, people have uh, derided the, the Dragon Quest approach to voice acting where they really focus on very much uh, a European colloquial style of uh, translation and localization. And I feel it's uh, just great um, myself. I mean, I really love it because it's not very often you get to hear Irish accents in games. You do get to hear them in Dragon Quest and you get to hear some fun uh, you know, British actors in there as well, doing some great hammy, almost um, children's play style performances. And that's just what Dragon mm. Quest should be, I think, um, in a way. And, um, you know, the games that have strayed away from this style of localization, um, six especially, I was very disappointed by the way that 8.4 took the localization for that. They really um, made it a little flatter. And instead of doing... Uh, the accents to make it a little bit more interesting or to make the dialogue read better. They relied a lot on um, bad references to uh, pop culture and things, which I I didn't think really had too much of a place in, uh, you know, there's some Simpsons references. I think there's about four or five Simpsons references in um, uh, Dragon Quest VI, which is just a little bit kind of for my taste. But, you know, I, I love the accents. More than anything, I think that's the way to go with this game. You yeah, know, I can it, I, I can go to Final Fantasy 15 for my Coleman, um, you know, my Coleman camping gear and my uh, 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 night, uh, you know, uh, nights, whatever um, uh, shit. What's the, what's the name of that game? King's Knight references. You know, I can go to Final Fantasy for that. I don't need that in my drag quest. Yeah, I agree. You know, I because I, like Dragon Quest Eight. Sort of the same story with you, Luke. Like, it holds a special place in my heart because it's sort of what got me back into gaming kind of, like, hard. Like, I had sort of stopped playing video games outside of a few things here and there, like Zelda and, mm-hmm. like, Gran Turismo. But my friend bought me that for Christmas for whatever reason, and I was like, I'll give it a shot. And I ended up plugging, like, 130, 140 hours into that thing. I, mm-hmm. I, I remember, like, coming home from work and, you know, still working graveyard at the, you know, still working graveyard. I'd come home from work and I would literally like play until I passed out. I would wake up and be like, Oh, okay. Um, I don't know what happened, but okay, let's just keep playing. So, and I just, <laughs> I, I just enjoyed the hell out of that game. It was one of those things that it kind of, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just the charm of dragon quest in general, but it, it sort of made me remember like why I liked video games to begin with. And it just, yeah, it, so mm-hmm. having a 3ds version is nice. I don't, Part of me is like really wondering if I'm ever gonna play it because the PS2 like memory is like so pristine, and whereas like Dragon Quest Seven, the original version of that has not aged. I mean, it when it came out, it hadn't aged very well. So having the 3DS <laughs> one kind of yeah. tighten it up, like it really, it really made it feel like a much better game. Whereas I think like 
playing it on the 3ds and having like you said you know some of the pop in and taking away some of the grandiose like moments of it as far as just like visually mm. it it i don't know I, do, I don't want it to taint my experience but it's still like it's still a great game and then having some new content in it would be kind of nice but maybe i should get through dragon quest yeah. 7 first before i get into this one i think you should finish seven seven's a uh, really worthwhile and you know it's it's kind of funny that um uh these games and i promised uh, to write up something for the website about um Dragon Quest 7, but it, it just so happens that like 7 and 8 came out so close together that uh, I've been considering them both as companion pieces, like how it's going to, one is going to affect the other's reception now yeah. um, for a new audience. Maybe people who hadn't played 8 before, hadn't played 7 before, are now playing them for the first time. And I'm seeing a lot of discussion where people are just saying, oh, skip 7, you know, you don't need to worry about 7, 8's the superior game. But they're very, very different uh flavors of dragon quest you know yeah i agree eight, i think is much more focused on the uh micro story of, of the party and their journey you know it's it's in the title right mm-hmm. um the journey of the curse king and it's, it's about you traveling with uh, king trode and getting into scrapes you know um and it definitely has that Dragon Quest thing where the, the journey is more important than the destination, but the destination is always in sight. Whereas with Dragon Quest Seven, there's this, uh, you know, nebulous nature to it where you you think you're the only person in the world or the only island in the world. It turns out you're not. And then the game is really a collection of short stories. It's like a big book full of different little fairy tales and you read through it in, in bursts and it's a very different kind of experience. Um, there certainly are great party members in it, but I think it's less about the party members and more about the those encounters with different people. Whereas Dragon Quest Eight, I think, definitely puts his emphasis on Yangus, Angelo, and Jessica. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, yeah. So I, I I think they're very different. I think it would be a shame to overlook one in favor of the other, um, and vice versa. So. Uh, I think anyone who's interested in Dragon Quest should really check out both of them, you know. And even if you're not interested in Dragon Quest, if you are interested in Dragon Ball, for example, I think 8 is probably the one to go for because uh, you you can go all Super Saiyan in it and shit. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I was going to say the hero goes straight up Super Saiyan, so. So so as someone who's never played 8 but always wanted to, would you recommend this version or should I play the PS2 version? I, I would say this version because you wouldn't know the difference necessarily with the graphics and the amount of improvements to this one make it um, definitely more playable, I think. Okay. Uh, mm. Maybe I will this summer. Uh, I got the specter of Persona 5 leaning over my future in terms of like oh, yeah. a huge RPG coming up in my... Mm. <laughs> I, just and, don't, uh, I don't know if I have two... Mirror is coming out as well. I'm yeah, very I don't excited have... about that. I don't know if I have that much RPG in me this year, but we'll yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, sure. just yeah, there's a lot of RPGs coming out this year. It's just yeah, but hey, look, that's why it's on the it's on the portable. You know, you play it on the bus or the train, as I'm doing every morning. It makes me happy, and then I go into the the uh, trudge and drudgery of selling my soul to the man. Uh, but I can look forward to catching up with the Angus at the end of the day. So, you know, he, he gets me through it. Circle of life. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. Uh, and I did actually forget I had pre-ordered it on Amazon on top of GameStop, so I ended up with two copies. I ended up returning one, of course, but because um, I wanted the uh, I wanted the, the 3DS pouch. So. That I oh, you got that pouch, huh? Yeah, I'll probably never use it, and it's a little gaudy, but... It's yeah. 
it's a it's a little collector's item. I mean, they don't do a lot of like collector item stuff like just on the state side or on the state side, or mm-hmm. I guess just in you know outside of Japan. So it was like eh, it was kind of nice to actually get something Dragon Quest related. So yeah, you can put your pencils in there. Oh, good, good, good. I um... all those pencils I carry around all the time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So, anyway, um, that was Dragon Quest Eight. Like I said, that's that's one of those like I do want to get to, but I think like having never played Seven, well, no, let me rephrase that. I never actually even got. God, what was it? Did I? I'm trying to remember if I even locked the first island on the PS One before I was like, yeah, no, I'm. No, not. you didn't get through the ancient fame, huh? Oh, that boy. That uh, <laughs> yeah, that 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 was never it was mistake. hard hard to look at when I first played it so yeah but it this, is like uh, um, the 3ds version is really really nice and it it, mm. I, it definitely is a lot faster than i remember the uh, original version being so yeah they, they cut it down a lot and they make it a lot quicker i think in some ways it actually is a little less impactful in a way because i really liked the waiting for and i'm going to use a bad pun here but it's uh waiting for gudo um, sort of situation where you're waiting for this slime to appear, you know, because mm. that's what you expect from Dragon Quest, and it takes you hours to get to this battle. And people talk about that, like, oh, it takes forever to get to the first battle. I don't think like that's an important thing. It's not something I look forward to yeah. in a game necessarily, um, you know. But it's, I, I thought it had a great feeling to it. And when they were making it, they were playing Mist a lot on the Macintosh, and you can see the influence of something like Mist, where the start of that game is just a big puzzle-a-rama, basically, um, until you get to the meat and potatoes, you're, you're grinding and you're sliming. <laughs> All right, let's move on here real quick. Um, I'm just going to run down the things I've been playing. I, I don't have, like, outside of one, I don't have a lot of opinions on them, outside of, I guess, very set in my, I don't know. Sticking my feet in the dirt on these uh, Power Rangers battle, whatever mega battle. Uh, not, <laughs> it's not good. It is terrible. I like battle, whatever. It's, it's, I like that. It's not a mega battle. No, no. I, I kind of want a mega refund, but it's not going to happen. So. Oh. <laughs> what's it, what's the situation? Is it a is it a double dragon type thing? Yeah, I mean, it really does go for more of the, like, River City Ransom sort of thing, where it does have a little bit of, like, a, a leveling system in the skill tree. It is just slow. It is just, yeah, slow in plotting. It takes forever to level up, so there's almost never a real sense of progression. Um, like, I... Let me see how to put this. I, I like the art style in stills, but in movement, it's got that weird, like, marionette look to it that just drives me bonkers, uh-huh. that I cannot... I, I just cannot stomach it most of the time. Mm. So, um, mm. as somebody who grew up on like you know the first generation of Power Rangers, like I was in middle school when that came out, and like you know outside of uh, Kelly Bundy, like you know Amy Jo Johnson was sort of my like you know like huge crush for a long, long time. And it even got me to watch this uh, this show called Flashpoint. Like when I looked up what the hell had happened to her, like years later, but like. <laughs> it, it's and, and, you know and the main and you know and the leader of the power rangers was named jason so of course i sort of latched onto that thing you know but anyway um it was it was this thing of like i really wanted to get into this game and i was excited and then like well, this is really kind of slow maybe maybe if i got somebody else to play with me and i was gonna like um, buy it for gore so we could play online together and then it's only couch co-op so i was like ooh. Okay. Ooh, yeah, that kind of ruined it 
pick a color, battle some dudes. <laughs> you know, it sounds that's classic Power Rangers action. Yeah, just, it just yeah, and then the Megazord battles are really just quick time events. I mean, it's a series of like three to four button presses that you do. It's yeah, oh, not like, fun. Um, and then like Tales from Borderlands. And before you get into what was that? It's like that fight in Tales from the Borderlands that like at the very end. Yeah, except a giant it, robot. Except blessedly, um, you know, the Megazord battles are maybe like thirty seconds, whereas uh, you know, Tales from the Borderlands is like a ten-hour experience that just drug on and on. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> what the hell was I saying? God, I don't even remember. Oh, so the uh, there is a like original. I don't know, not original form, but like the form before it goes into like the walking giant robot thing. It's like a tank. It. It is just so stupid. Like the enemy that you're fighting will shoot these things at you, so you have to shoot those and then shoot its weak spot. And I mean, it just—it's it, like really like there's no way you can fail these unless you're playing with your toes. And it just—it just like this battle of attrition of like, okay, let's get there so I can get to the Megazord part, so I can go and beat up the guys again on as a Power Ranger. And like I said, the the actual beat up part, parts are just. They're not really fun. I could see it being a little bit more enjoyable um, with people, but like I said, just limiting it to local play—I don't know—it kind of kind of hurts a little bit. I mean, my daughter might be old enough that we could play together, but at the same time, it's like when I when you first start, you are so so weak, and the checkpoint system in the game is like terrible. I mean, you can spend twenty—I would say fifteen minutes. Let's say fifteen minutes, and if you die, you've lost the entirety of that progress for that area, and. Like I and I know like you know this the sort of like Luke what are they called the uh, belts belt scrollers mm. oh yeah that's yeah. what people call them for some reason yeah so the belt it's scroller, like in a factory <laughs> the belt scroller genre it I know like you know oh you get you die and you have to start the whole game over again well I mean this is 2017 so let's not worry about that convention but it's it just seems like a weird oversight of just like, okay, you can put maybe mm-hmm. a checkpoint in the middle of this stage rather than I have got to go through the entirety of the thing and I lose all my experience points. And like I said, you seem so underpowered when you first start. It's gotten a little easier and a little bit quicker now that I've got like uh, some more skills, but it's, it's, I don't know. It's really not fun. So I can't recommend that one. Um, I got right in five on the Xbox one. If you like if you like shooters, it's it's a it's a pretty solid writing game. My only complaint is I have kind of a hard time and I don't know if maybe it's because I'm older now, but I sometimes have a hard time distinguishing what the hell is background and what the hell is, you know, a, a shot that you need to avoid. It just the color contrast isn't as well done as I would like it to be, so it does make it a little bit harder to maneuver. And I know these games are like, you know, meant to be memorization things where you just kind of do it instinctively. But, uh, you know, I can mostly get through these games, at least a few levels, the first try just watching what I'm doing. But this was just like, okay, God, I like, I would literally like lose shots in the, you know, in the background of it. I'm like, Oh shit, there's okay. Well, there goes that life. So, and apparently there's like five endings to this thing. The ending I got was very, very bleak. So I was like, okay. Yeah. But I guess to get the best ending, you have to like one credit the thing, and I'm like, that's that's not gonna happen. I'm 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 not good enough to one credit this thing. I mean, it have to have a thing where like Ikaruga, where you unlock a invincible mode after playing for twenty hours or something like that. So, um, three quarters home. 
it's basically a book where you have to hold the R2 trigger down the whole time. That's that's entertaining. Um, the writing on it's wait 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 why why do why do you do this? What's going on? Okay, so you're playing. You're driving a car. Yeah, you're driving a car, and for it to uh, keep driving, you have to hold down the R2 button the entire time you're doing it. So that's. It, it, if it was like the X button or even like the circle button or something, I, I would say the X button would probably be the better choice, but it just, it's weird. Cause then to go through the text to, you know, get the text to get to the next let or next part of it, you have to press the square button. And then to make your choice of your response to the person you're talking to, you have to press the X button. So I would find myself like reading so far ahead and like I'd hit the square button and then get to the next part and hit the square button when it gets to your portion of the answer. And I'd end up back reading the portion that I had just read because it will redo the last paragraph or whatever that you just read. I'm like, Oh God. Okay. So like I said, it's interesting enough, but it's the controls are just, it it just seems detrimental. So I was kind of going to look up the control scheme on the Vita and see if maybe it was a little, I don't know. I would imagine maybe holding the right trigger down on the Vita would be easier than holding down the right trigger or the R2 trigger on the PlayStation 4 controller, but I don't know. So it's interesting enough, and it's only like an, it's supposed to be like an hour long, and I would like to like make some different dialogue choices and see how that affects like any dialogue coming out, but I don't think it's going to do more than maybe like the next line that rolls out of the character's mouth that you're talking to. So, um, okay, so. L- l- you know what? I have been playing Dishonored a little bit. Luke, have you played Dishonored? Have I played Dishonored? Just no. The first, the first one. Okay. So we'll, we'll let's save that one for a second here. Um, the next thing I sort of want to rail on was uh, this game called Bedlam. Uh, Luke, have you played that by chance? Uh, um, you would probably. Um, I think you would remember uh, it if yeah, if you did. Man, uh, no, I, I don't. I don't think so. Okay. So basically it takes, um, we'll say like the quake era, uh, nostalgia, first person shooters and just runs with that. It's okay. I'm listening. It's except oh, it's you not go very different. Uh, you go through different like worlds, right? Yes. It yeah. changes as you go on. Yeah. Basically yeah, yeah, you go yeah, through, I did like, play this. Um, okay. I'm yeah. Overall, uh, I'm not, not impressed. I'm not impressed with this thing. I, I, ba- I got to the, let's say like the last area and I, I it just drug on and on and on. And I just was like, okay, I'm, I'm done. I'm good. I don't need to finish this game. I'll just watch the ending on YouTube because I do like the character you play as Heather Quinn. Like she's this, like just kind of this foul mouthed. Um, I, I don't know. I, I enjoy her, but for the most part, like, you know, you don't really get much of a chance to get to know her. So I don't know, but I guess it's not technically her, but anyway, um, yeah. So, Whoa! Hey it's <laughs> there's a like I said there's a nostalgia factor for it, but I guess you would have to be really nostalgic for this era of video <clears throat> gaming, and I don't think it really. It definitely is not for me, but even then, mm-hmm. I can appreciate the design conventions of the, of that era and go back and play them and see them. And this it just like no, not not doing it for me, not at all. It doesn't uh, do it well enough, I don't think, and it's it's obviously hard to recreate the yeah. greatest video game of all time uh quake <laughs> um, but it's, um, uh yeah yeah that's a good one too for sure <laughs> um and it's hard to recreate that as well 
let's just let's just let's just list off games we all like. I mean, let's just name them and let's just do that. Let's just do that. that that'll be the podcast from now. On. Let's just let's just <laughs> not even talk about them. Just say the names. Uh, Call of Duty Four. <laughs> anyway, keep going. Anyway, <laughs> not Doom on the Super yeah. Nintendo. How's yeah. that? Doom Two. There we Doom go. That's a good one. Yeah, Doom Two was a good one. Oh, Doom this year was good too. Yeah, yeah. real, real good. Yeah. Metal Gear Solid um, Three. Anyway, for um, sure. Yeah, let's let's okay. So, <laughs> um, yeah, like I said, there. I mean, and the writing in it's actually kind of good occasionally, but. I, like I said, I, I feel really endeared to Heather. Like, there's a part where... Uh, Luke, do you know what her accent is? Mm, no. I'm I'm terrible at pinning down accents. Um, but anyway, um, she, she ends up in this world that it kind of looks like Halo, basically. And she goes... And she's looking for the people she's supposed to meet up with. And she goes, hello? 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 Halo? And just, <laughs> it, it's just sort of like... It just like, oh, okay, there's a nice little, like toss away joke that I did you know you're not really supposed to think too much of but when I've been kind of struggling yeah, she's through, a cheeky chappy oh yeah she is oh and she's she's got a potty mouth and I, I kind of love her for it so but I, I, she's really the only thing that kind of kept me going through the game was like I liked her dialogue but the game itself right. was just not fun so mm-hmm. but yeah like I, I think yeah. you put the I think you hit the nail on the head there Luke when you said that it's it's going for nostalgia for a certain era. It just doesn't hit that era of video game. Like it doesn't control anywhere near as good as any of those things that came out back then. It's yeah. I don't know. It didn't really do it. For yeah. Me, so yeah. And that would be, that would be a hard thing to, to replicate anyway. So it's just, you know, um, the humor can only get you so far when the game itself isn't fun to play. Then just tell me your jokes. Don't make me play it. You know, let me hold R2 and drive this car and tell me jokes. You know what, honestly, like, if I could find, maybe that's what I'll do is I'll watch a YouTube clip of somebody who's actually good at this. Because, I mean, you know, we've discussed this. I'm not great at first-person shooters, but this felt oh, like... Oh, sorry, I thought you were talking about that car game, and I was like, how good do you have to be? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I kind of wish, uh, I, you know, I kind of wish there was an option like that. Like, I would literally just, I would, as frustrated as I got with this game at some point, I would rather have just held down the mm-hmm. R2 button and just kind of, like, scrolled through everything, so... Anyway, um, what's the story with this car? Let's go back to this car game for a second here. Okay. What happens if you don't press R two? You die. Your car just you sits die. there, and there, yeah, it, the car just sits. And there. Nothing happens. And nothing happens. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Huh. Video game no. interactiveness. Yeah, There's no like. Right. Yeah, it's always that way, isn't it? You have to play by its rules, otherwise, mm, bupkis. Yeah, it's it's a bupkis. little. It's there was that thing in uh, in Heavy Rain. You could do like you know three quarters of the movement it wanted you to do and so instead of like opening a door the guy would just sort of move his hand back and forth towards the door yeah you, know, you, you had to yeah, yeah. Mm. man <sighs> see what what games get wrong a lot of the time about these things i mean like what, what this sort of thing is 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 doing fundamentally is not a great thing because it's not you know it's all well and good to want to tell your story and as you said, to read a book to you while you hold R2. But, you know, what, what does that actually do? Like, what does that agency or, or presence that you have by pressing R2 actually accomplish in terms of their story? Not much. Mm-hmm. So could they not have it that you'd occasionally you know, have to turn on the windscreen wipers or 
you know, do something else in your car around the place, or maybe you have to try and like sneakily text and drive, or you know, <laughs> something. You know, you never know. But you can turn uh, the I'm headlights off and on if you want to. Driving, but that doesn't affect anything. Okay, well that sounds like something. It, that sounds like something for sure. Is it raining in yeah. that game? I heard yes. it's raining in that game. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how much was this game? This 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 work of art. <laughs> I, I think I got it on sale for like three dollars or something like that. Right, three too many. Uh, maybe you know. Honestly, like <laughs> what I, you know, it almost felt like was you know those remember those like interactive DVDs or whatever that came out like when DVDs was kind of a new format. They could have done something like that with this. I mean, it was just like get me to a point where I'm supposed to take the next thing in dialogue, and you know, it's like mm. serious answer, snarky answer. It's like and just go from there. It's like okay, I don't, yeah, yeah. And I, guess I mean, like think about something like. Uh, uh, that opens with this text crawl and the only interaction you have is to choose the, the branch in the narrative there. But that's engaging because that's something that you actually have to do. Whereas in something like this, where you're, you're driving a car and admittedly I haven't played it, but if you're just holding R2, why do you need to do that? Why isn't that automated? If you just want me to read your story, it's a screensaver or something. And, yeah. uh, I'll, I'll watch it, you know? Yeah. I, honestly, like, Fuck, I probably I mean, would have I, been... I don't know. I, where do they get it off with this stuff? <laughs> I, I probably would have enjoyed it more um, if I didn't have to hold down the R2 button. It's just after a while, it's like, finger starts cramping. I'm like, I've been holding this thing down for 20 minutes. Can I just let go? Mm-hmm. Nope. Okay, cool. <laughs> might get a piece, get of, ta- might get a piece of tape and end? just hold it down there. I I didn't even finish the end, or I didn't get to the end of it, and I had to go. I had to go run my kids off to go do something, so I didn't get to finish it. So, and oh, I didn't shit. feel too inclined get to get sick. back to it. So, is there at least a save point? You, don't you know have what? To start I, driving again. I don't know. I haven't. Uh, I haven't fired it back up. So uh, there you go. Mm. I mean, it's only supposed to be an hour long experience, but yeah, I don't know. So an hour of holding that button, though. Yeah, like, that's yeah. You know, it, did did no one? Did no one play this? Apparently Did, not. Probably not, because the guys who made it were too busy, like, crying at their own profundity. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> Jesus. Well said. Well said, Luke. Uh, you know, Luke, I think you may have talked me into just deleting this thing, so. Good. Do it. <laughs> I'm going to go buy it. <laughs> Are you, you know, maybe, maybe you should buy it, uh, too, John, just so you can delete it, so. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to teach him a lesson. There you go. It's like, I'll <laughs> show you. Take my money, but I'm going to delete it right after I download it. Yeah, it's yeah. like when you're um, it's like when you clicking yes in a in a EULA agreement, but you shout no. You know? <laughs> That'll kill you. Man. Yeah, take like, that, Microsoft. It's like, uh, <laughs> that'll learn you, you bastards. So, anyway, um, so... Let's let's move on to Dishonored. I actually want to talk about Dishonored a little bit, and then we're talking about the first one here. So, uh, John and Frankie, you both uh, seem to be in the same boat as me, where you've played it not to completion or anywhere near. Oh wait, completion. wait, 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 wait! When you talked about Dishonored, had I played it, I had played Dishonored one to completion. Okay. Uh-huh. I thought you were talking oh. about Dishonored two. I, oh. I presume wrong. Oh no, no, I would have, I would have uh-huh. specified. No, no. See, we've been. Uh, this is this has been something John and I have like kind of bounced back and forth with, and I think even Gore was at this with it. It was it's just I want to like it, and it seems like I really should like it, but I just cannot get into this game. Yeah, like I like so many things like about it, but just playing it, I don't know what it is. It, it, I just, it doesn't do it for me. It doesn't click. Are you, are you guys stealth in it? 
Yes. Yeah. Uh, I haven't played it that's, in a while. That, that's but, your mistake. Yeah. You're holding yourself to what you think is is supposed to be fun in this game, when in fact you should just be playing at balls to the wall. You know, okay. like stealth sometimes, okay. but but kill guys because <laughs> okay. that's how it's going to go. Because otherwise, like I played through the whole game stealth, and actually um, Connor, who's been on the podcast before, he was having trouble with it because he was like, I, I can't do this, you know. And I was like, man, just just kill a guy, you know. It really doesn't matter that much. Just kill some guys, okay. and you know, and you'll be fine. Yeah, I've played through it twice. I've killed guys. I've not killed guys. Killing guys is the way to go. Just play it. If something goes wrong, cut a guy's head off. You'll feel better about it. Okay. Like every time I play Metal Gear, <laughs> I try to be stealthy and eventually just murder everyone. Yeah. And I mean, I've played Metal Gear Solid 3 where every time I got seen, I took the suicide pill so as I could then continue and not have, and, you know, and not uh, have the alert going on. And that was terrible. And this is what you're doing to yourself. Oh, God, okay. with uh with dishonored you're taking that suicide pill you're saying oh i can't be seen oh, oh. mr scary man would never do that you're a guy in a mask you know no one's going to know who you are stab him <laughs> okay i was worried, i was worried to get arrested and go to jail and have to deal with that whole thing you stab those guys too <laughs> yeah now that i know i won't, now that i know i'm behind a mask and i can't be arrested i think <laughs> you don't know who i am so you die yeah exactly stab stab yeah. And, and see, analogy for America. the the bit I've played of it, like now, Luke, you can answer this since you've actually like finished this thing. Like the world yes. that it's yeah, yeah. made, it or that it, that's like set out to make, like it actually really interests me. But from what I've heard, like complaints of Dishonored Two, so I'm wondering if it does this in the first Dishonored. It never really like mm-hmm. extrapolates very well on what it is. Like you've got this like fascinating like world that's built, but it just kind of doesn't really expand upon it that much. You definitely see a lot of it, and you you get the broad strokes of what's going on with the whale blubber and all that sort of stuff. And it's mm-hmm. it's vaguely um, uh, Victorian England, you know, mm-hmm. vaguely steampunky. Uh, I would say that it, it's definitely those broad, broad strokes that you get, and you you don't get you know the the granular details, but you see enough of. Uh, the varied locations around the place that you can get an idea of the social stratus and things like that. I, I think it's, um, I think it actually does a pretty good job. I, I don't know, I can't speak to Dishonored 2, but I think that the reason people were so into the idea of Dishonored 2 was because of the, uh, the, the groundwork in the first game, you know? And uh, I, I think it did a good job. Now, it's actually funny to me because I really enjoyed Dishonored mm-hmm. and looking back on it, I really thought it was, it was great. I have no interest, like negative interest in Dishonored Two. I, oh. I don't even, I don't even want to do it, and I, I can't even explain to you why. I couldn't articulate it really, um, except for to say that I think it's just kind of, the first one was good, and I, I had a great time with it, but I, you know, I want to leave it there. Okay. And I, I don't, I don't even know why that is, you know, <laughs> because usually, I'll, I'll play anything, uh, you know, with a two at the end of it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. Like, you know, what, maybe maybe that's what I'll do is I'll I'll make a separate separate save file and just play through it and just murder just, the shit out of no, everything. No, don't 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 make a separate save file. Just load up your save file now. Don't be a bitch. Stab a guy. First guy you see, yeah. stab him. What's going to happen? Oh, your progress. Oh, boohoo. You know, well, well, what is that, Jason? You can't live your life in the shadows. You've got to come out to the light. 
Wow, Dishonored, te- Dishonored has a lot of a lot of <laughs> good morals. Stab some people. Yeah, Dishonored teaches you a lot of good things about life. <laughs> yeah, know. come out of the shadows and stab <laughs> people. Come into the light and stab yep. people. Yep. I think we're all better I, for having had this discussion. Live your life, one knife at a time. Got it. <laughs> on it. On it. I'm. I'll be. I'll be back. Be right back. John. 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 Don't. Don't. Maybe. 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 Maybe we not take this literally. Let's hold on. <laughs> All right, I'll wait after. Okay. Well, I hope I hope in that those three seconds you didn't go and stab somebody. So, anyway, um, I think that's really about it. All we've been playing here. So why don't we take a quick break and we'll talk about some other Fire Emblem became Nintendo's most uh, profitable series, but apparently it is because they're coming out with four games in the next in the series in like the next year and a half, which is absurd. I think Awakening was the moment when it came that when it became that. I think that game did very well. Yeah, well, that was sort of the death's door of the series. I I forget. God, I I think Nintendo just gave them sort of the ultimatum of like, if this doesn't sell X amount of copies, uh, it's done. Fire Emblem is done. And it sold remarkably well, and then Fates did really well. I mean, Fates outsold Awakening, and I think Awakening was like the best-selling Fire Emblem up to date. So, yeah, hmm. they did. They did that weird Pokemon thing with Fates too, where they had like two different releases, which was strange. Uh, yeah, three technically was... when you get right down to it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they had that came out. That came later, right? I don't know what it was called. Yeah, it was Conquest, uh, Birthright, and something. I don't know. Afterbirth. Uh, Is that right? <laughs> By need of Isaac already <laughs> made that joke. Come on, man. Yeah. I, I I made a joke, but I feel like that could be right. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there is, you know, we talked about this on the on the Switch podcast. There's going to be a Muso game, a Fire Emblem that was. Just going to be for the Switch, we thought, but then it turns out it's coming out to the new 3DS as well. And uh, John, you and I talked about this off the air a little bit. Um, the Hyrule Warriors, which is the, you know the Zelda Muso game, I mean that ran like shit on the 3DS. Uh, you know, kind of unsurprisingly. But so it's like I don't know why anyone would want this on the 3DS. But I guess when you just have an install base of like what 60 million or something, you just kind of throw it out there and see what it does. 
Yeah. Uh, by the way, it's Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem Fates Revelation. Revelation. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Not, not Afterbirth. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I think you're thinking of Binding of Isaac when you said that. So. I, I, I totally am, but it sounded so right when I said it out loud. <laughs> oh, so right, okay. yet so wrong. <laughs> yeah. So we've got the... Uh, so, uh, so technically, I guess there's like going to be five skews of the Fire Emblem games because there's the two for the... Sw- or there's the two Musou games. Um, and we've got the, the one for 3DS. It's actually coming out in May, which sort of just kind of came out of nowhere. Like, not even a hint that this thing was happening. So, I mean, Fire Emblem's almost becoming like an annualized series at this point. It's like, oh, okay, we just got, you know, Fates last year and now we're getting this. I, this is a remake of the second one, I think, for god what was it was it the super famicom or was it the famicom um anyway we never saw it in the states but it was a guide in was a side story one and i guess it introduced a lot of or not a lot of but it introduced some of the stuff that we kind of take for granted for the fire emblem series now like uh, i think it was like the relationship stuff i think is something that was that was first introduced there it's supposed to be this sort of like a weird i guess entry yeah it was the second one or it was the second one it was on the famicom because i'm thinking like I remember hearing about it and it was like, oh, that seems like the trend with like all of the NES Famicom era like sequels. Like they always kind of diverged from the what the original was like substantially. So, so we've got that yeah. and uh, man, why am I drawing a blank here? Um, there's an unannounced Fire Emblem game for or not an unannounced, but an untitled Fire Emblem game for the Switch. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah, and of course the big one, the the one that's going to make Nintendo all of the money from all of the Fire Emblem fans is going to be Fire Emblem's Heroes for the iPhone and Android. Which, I, if Donald isn't available immediately to me, I'm going to be very upset. Donald is a character. He's like from Awakening. He's like just this country bumpkin dude who with a spear with like an <laughs> incredible luck stat, who wears a pot on his goddamn head as a helmet. Okay. A, I, he's just like the most ridiculous character in like the you know, uh, um, it, it's just in, in this in Fire Emblem Awakening there's just so many like over the top like lord type characters that they're all like you know like not nobility but they just like reek of nobleness and you've just got this country bumpkin who likes you know farming and he's like Yep, I'm cool. Whatever. It's just like okay, I, I I want him in this game. I want him. He's the only character I give two shits about that I want in here. Like I like Ike, but I want Donald. Period. I I, I fucking want Donald because it's just okay. like I said, just ridiculous. So anyway, <laughs> so you should know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you do, but there's a, a, a voting website. Nintendo set up a fan voting. Yeah, uh, Donald's the first person and... I voted for. Okay, good. Uh, he's currently at number 10. So I'll go on there and I'll vote for you. Okay. Thank you. Do they have to win to get on there or is it the the place or how does that look? I think it's the top three. Yeah. The top three males and females. Uh, I think I'm not sure. You know, that sounds right actually. Cause I remember, I think I remember hearing somebody say top three, so I don't know. It's, but either way, it's like, I want Donald. I really just want Donald, but I, I doubt it's going to happen. It just, I don't understand why people like, it's like I, the, the choices they have on there, the people that are winning, like Ike is one of them. It's like, 
why not? Why not Donald? Can't you Fire Emblem fans like have a sense of humor? I mean, come on. I mean, really, he's not the most memorable character for Fire Emblem Awakening, but I mean, he's the most ridiculous one. So, and he's my favorite. <laughs> I just—he's just this guy. Uh, I, I can't—I can't sell him any more than I already have. He's just this awesome country bumpkin he's, kid. He's the prompto of, of Fire Emblem. I got it. He's—he's he's just a lovable goofball. All right, yeah, Donald is Bay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I don't think you were there for this one, this conversation, Frankie. Um, I tweeted out a picture that, like, from Final Fantasy 15 for something, and like, I I don't know what the hell I did, but like, it got like 20 or 30 retweets and like 40 or 50 likes, and like, one of the accounts was Donald or a uh, Donald. See, see, look, I, my my mind's all set on Donald here now. It was a uh, prompto <laughs> is Bay. I'm like, what the. F- Fuck! Somebody made somebody got on Twitter and decided that was going to be their Twitter Twitter handle. Okay, <laughs> this will be fucking outdated in a year or two. But okay, great. You, uh, so. Anyway, um, okay, so yeah, so that's it. I think that's did, did we get all of them? Uh, you talked about the two Switch ones, the right. mobile one, and the 3DS one. So yeah, I think so. And then the iOS one. We just yeah. I just them. selected Donald. All right, thanks, dude. <laughs> yep, <laughs> it's happening live. You know, Frankie, you're the man. I appreciate it. So yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I, it, it's just kind of nuts to see Fire Emblem go from like this series that like nobody really played. Like I, I had bought the Game Boy Advance games when they came out, like way back when, and like it didn't seem like anybody knew what the fuck Fire Emblem was. And it's like the, yeah, these tactical RPGs. It's like you, it, you know, just like think think. I mean. Then the people I would speak to would be like, you know, shine, I'd compare it to Shining Force, and they'd be like, what? I'm like, okay, well, maybe that's the problem. So, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, my friend had Radiance. It was a GameCube one. I'm trying to remember. Path of Radiance. Path or of no, Radiance. no, no. I played well, that. Yeah, yeah. Path of Radiance is the GameCube one, and then Radiant Dawn is the Wii one. Yeah, okay. I played Path of Radiance at his house when I was younger on this GameCube. The game was hard. That's all I remember. It, or It was... It was, I I didn't I had not played a lot of tactical RPGs at that point, so I was not very good at it. No, and Fire Emblem is sort of notorious for being difficult, and I think that's what made Awakening so successful was it you know it opened up that casual mode, and yeah you know you can look down on it if you want to, but it's basically what saved the series in general. So it's kind of like eh, let's not hate on it completely there. So. But anyway, so yeah, like I said, it's just it's just kind of nuts to see Fire Emblem go from like this, like nobody knows what the hell it is, to oh, it's this kind of B tier strategy RPG, tactical RPG, whatever you want to say, and then all of a sudden it's like it's like one of you know Nintendo's dominant franchises. I mean, there was how many damn Fire Emblem characters in Smash Brothers for God's sakes? So many. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was a little ridiculous. It's like okay, you guys can't put anybody else in there. I mean. You know, I I wanted uh, Kyle Hyde from uh, Hotel Dusk in there, but it's like, nope. Here's another Fire Emblem character. It's like, oh, okay, cool. That's great. Thanks. Can't <laughs> even get a goddamn Metroid game. Uh, no. <laughs> I think it's because anyway. Metroid, well, I was gonna say Fire Emblem wasn't a big deal either, but I mean, oh yeah, all they need to do is get a good Metroid game out there. That would be great. But no, Federation forces. Here we go. So. Game with the world on fire. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if by worlds you mean the series' chance of uh, having any sort of revival, sure. 
poor Metroid. Uh, poor Metroid. But I mean, there's so many other games that do the uh, you know exploratory platform thing so well now that it's just like, eh, do I really need it? I mean, I was playing this uh, Momodora, Momodora uh, Reverie of Reverie Under the Moonlight uh, just before we did the ill-fated Game of the Year podcast, and like, I really like that. It's a pretty good like Metroid Castlevania type game. So anyway. Let's move on. Fire Emblem, yeah, it, just astounding that like that series is all of a sudden just the big thing in the world. It seems like for Nintendo. So I mean, to have four games in development at the same time is just nuts. So anyway, let's move on to John. This is uh, my favorite segment, your favorite segment, and my wallet's least favorite segment. <clears throat> this is Jason's ultra shitty shame pile EX plus Ar- Alpha Arcade Edition. So there we go. <laughs> And this won't be a 15-minute uh, long segment like it was last time, because I actually did show some restraint, uh, this one, but... So, uh, here we go. So here are the games I purchased. Uh, we got Dragon Quest Eight for the 3DS, Box Box Boy for the 3DS, Power Rangers okay. Mega Battle for the PS4. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I could have said that with anyone. Yeah, just, yeah I, I, I don't know if I could have been more excited about saying that. Um, and then... A rather, I don't want to say it's obscure, but it's kind of like a hardcore RPG series that I heard about on like Active Time Babble way, 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 way back. Like, well, I mean, I mean, I guess the one up's been dead for like four years, so it, yeah, it's been quite a while. But anyway, um, it's called Avernum, and a few of the games in the series were on sale over the last few weeks, so it's like I'm definitely going to give this a shot. But they're PC RPGs, so I got Avernum, Escape from the Pits, and then four, five, and six. So. Like Baldur's Gate, when you say PC RPG, or uh, well, yeah, kind of, kind of that, kind of like more like grid based, I suppose. Okay. So something, something. They're not really strategy RPGs, but they kind of are, I guess. So, if I'm remembering right, or if, or if not, I'm thinking of that studio's other game that sounds a lot like Avernum. Like it's like, yeah, I don't know, but. There are other, there are other series that didn't really interest me very much. I was just kind of looking at it, but like Avernum kind of seems like something I'd be interested in. So, anyway, so that's actually it. That's all of it. Oh shit! Yeah. Wow. The title was longer than this than the list was. Yeah. <laughs> shit. So this week it was only, or I guess these last two weeks it was one, two, three, four, seven games. All right. That's well, that yeah. was another successful. Yeah, I mean, well, if you think about it, I bought 60-something, I think, on the last one, so. <laughs> it was, uh, it's always a journey. Yeah. You know, you never I, know never I, know what the turn, turn is going to take. I so. have bought I have bought two, um, but they haven't arrived yet, so I'm not considering them in there, so we'll, we'll save those for next time. Can't wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, both of them, I'm like, why, why did I do this to myself? I don't have time to play either one of these. But anyway, and then, yeah, there's one I'm under embargo about talking that I guess I can sort of consider a purchase since it's linked to a account now for the rest of my existence. So, okay. yeah. Anyway, so um, there's a lot coming out the beginning of this year. We've talked about like, how front loaded the beginning of this year seems. So we're going to run down a good chunk of it and uh, let's, yeah. Uh, since I don't know if it's Safari that's making my, um, making GarageBand want to take a dump or whatever, but let's, uh, I'm, I'm, John, I'm going to kind of leave the, the list up to you and Frankie and okay. we'll just kind of comment as, on, uh, on what we find notable from there. All right. Well, I'm going to start with, uh, this last week here too, with what, with what just came out, you know, a little, cause, uh, 
Let's see. Uh, currently going on, we have the Halo Wars 2 Blitz Open Beta from till the, th- till the 30th. So, you Halo Wars junkies, get it in while you can. Um, you do realize <laughs> uh, I, you do realize I'm not getting this out until tomorrow, which is the 30th. Yep. <sighs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Thanks, John. Okay, move on. <laughs> Uh, we have Hunter's Legacy uh, that just came out. I don't know what that is. What is it? So, Hunter's Legacy. Hunter's Legacy. Okay, no idea. All right. Uh, coming out to the PS4, we have we have the Turing Test that came out this week. That, oh, okay. That seems a little right. uh, portal esque kind of kind of uh, puzzler. I've so, heard really good things about that one. I've been kind of thinking about getting it. Yeah, I so believe it's about you know. Yeah. The nature of AI and, and stuff like that. It's a really like um, not uh, many games have talked about that kind of stuff, so I'm sure. It's <laughs> uh, you know, hence hence the Turing test. Except the yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we have it, its gameplay uh, or hit. its game premise and its name are uh, the literal things of each other. It's the literal, yeah. There have been so many games that have done this concept, that concept though recently. Like it's kind of been like the thing. What does it mean to be uh, human? Let's talk about that for six yeah. hours. The Turing test. Um, Tales of Berseria uh, came out this week. So if you like Tales, it's a Tales game. The Tales of. Tales <laughs> uh, of. Sorry, Tales no, of... No, I'm kidding. I don't care. Who cares? These games are these games have been the same since the goddamn GameCube. <laughs> uh, Metroidvania I, game. Oh yeah, Tales of Tales, Tales of Metroidvania. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think me and Luke talked about this earlier. Resident <laughs> Evil Seven. It's a really strong horror game. My review will probably be up on the site within the next couple of days. Um, yeah, it's, it's been written, it's got to be edited. Uh, let's see, uh, for Jason, we have Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue, which is in that in, in this game, Kingdom Hearts 2 is not in this package, it is only what? it's uh, Dream Drop Distance and Birth by Sleep, maybe that's it. <laughs> it's, I think it might, it's, it's only. And it's got a movie in there too, or something. But yeah, two is not in there. You have to you have to wait for the HD one point five and two point five later this year for those. <laughs> hey, hey, John, can I what ask? What is you, wrong I, with them? Can, can I ask you a question? Yeah. We sure we mentioned that there's a lot of like cool games coming out in the quarter. The first quarter of this year. Um, why are you insisting on like making make me want to kill myself talking about like a, a lot of shit? You know, we gotta we gotta build to it. You know, it's we gotta get there. Well, it's, can we at least start the... middle tier rather than the shit seeming shit pile? Right, I'm going down the, the list. I'm ready. I'm reading down the list in order. Yeah, uh, January is weak, weaker than the other months. You know, I don't, you, you, I don't know you can you skip to. over some hey. of these if need be. I'm not skipping over. This is the order it's going in. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. you, know what? I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll check back in in about 20 minutes. I'm just going to leave this running. I'm going to go do hey, anything else. I got, I, got, I got one for you. I got one for you. Uh, Yakuza 0 just came out. All right. Uh, there, finally off. something cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've never played a Yakuza game, but this one seems pretty cool. It seems pretty well liked, too, which is, I'm not used to with the Yakuza games when, it gets, when they're getting reviewed. It seems like universally people like this one. 
and it's a good starting point because I, I guess it's uh, a prequel to the first one, mm-hmm. or I guess it's now the first. <laughs> but uh, um, so on PC we have Memoranda. Don't know what that is. Anyone? Thanks for bringing it up. Yep. All right. Uh, Towerfall Ascension came out for Xbox One. That's a that is a fun uh, couch multiplayer game. Uh, I don't know if you guys have played it, but uh, it's it's good. Hey, do you want to guess what console it's I played a... it on? PS4. Nope, the original console. Wait, 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 wait. I know. Wait, I. Ooh yeah, ooh yep. yeah. You <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, you. Wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> you should be more impressed. I actually played uh, the fucking I... thing. Yeah, hey, it's a good game. <laughs> I like I like Towerfall. No, it, uh, it, it's a really cool game. Yeah, I and especially I have I had three three people to play it with, which was nice, and and controllers. So, uh, yeah, it was a little weird. We uh, rock- it was a little weird controlling it uh, for controllers with just myself, but yeah, I had fun with it. <laughs> you know, it's like you're playing like a playing like a fan like a controller piano. Um, we got Rocket Birds Two Evolution for PC. So that's a game. Oh, uh, yeah. you know, Gore, Gore played and reviewed the first one. I'm sure he's going to be super excited that the uh, that this one's coming out because he was super excited about it the first time. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry, I nearly put myself to sleep uh, trying, to, trying to convince myself of that. All right, we got, we got to get we got to get through January. That's all we got to do. Uh, Imprint X. Don't know what that is. What is um, that coming out for? Heard of the guy. Uh, PC Mobile. It came out. It came out the twenty sixth. So Thursday it came out on Thursday, I guess. Okay. Was that Thursday? Yeah. Um, Days of War for early access. I, I assume that's a comp. That, that is a strategy game or a no, 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 no. Days of War is the the World War Two shooter. Oh, not an RTS. Okay. No, I don't. I don't think you're thinking of a advanced war. Well, I mean, I, I'm thinking of this. I'm just thinking of war or total war. Or oh, okay. Yeah. Wars and yeah, like PC game and war usually means RTS in my mind. So <laughs> Warcraft. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah, let, me, let me double check. I think it. Yeah, yeah. It's. It's a. I think it's a shooter. It looks like. Right. I don't know. Uh, well, you get you, you look you look at that, and I will. Uh, this this ended today, so it doesn't matter. But the For Honor beta was this weekend. Uh, Double Double Dragon Four comes out came out today for PS4. Oh, does it really? Yeah, 29th is what it says. And the PC too, I think. Hmm. Right. Uh, like PC tomorrow PC on tomorrow. the 30th. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I think um, I'm gonna get that one. So. I'm not a big brawler guy, but I mean, if you like Double Dragon, it's probably all right. Uh, we have Wells on tomorrow for PC Xbox One. Game about Wells, maybe. Wells or Wales? Um, Wells, not Wales. Wells. Okay. Like the thing, the thing you get water from. Cool. That sounds. Uh, the, on, oh, Wells. On the 31st. All right, and now now these are all going to be the, on the 31st, so two today. Conan Exiles for Steam Early Access. Disgaea you know, 2. You know what? I've actually gotten some press oh, about that Conan game. It actually seems kind of interesting. Like, if if I thought my PC could handle it and I felt inclined to sit in front of my laptop that long to actually play it, I probably would actually give it a shot. But, eh. yeah. Yeah, it looks, it, looks, it looks okay. But, like I said, and uh, like, uh, Disgaea 2 for PC. 
not this guy a guy, but I mean, I don't know. It's got its, it's got its fans for sure. Uh, Dynasty Warriors, God Seekers, PS4 and Vita. So Dynasty Warriors. Uh, yeah, basically it's like a mashup of <laughs> the, the Dynasty Warriors and Samurai Warriors. Oh, all the greatest hits. Of, who all the greatest cares? hits of Dynasty Warriors. There's no anime Great. characters in it. I no don't care. Um, we have Divide for PS4. Not sure what that is. Um, Limelight, PC, PS4. Also don't know, don't know what that is. I think that Divide is going to be just the Divide worst educational game ever. Educational game ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be like Frog Practice. It's going gonna, it's gonna to have a really, really meta uh, reveal later on. Ooh, I'm sold. Uh, and, yeah, uh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare Sabotage DLC. 30, day, 30 days early on PS4 comes out oh, on Tuesday. Cool. So the terrible multiplayer gets a DLC pack. Um, Hitman, the complete first season, is rounds out January. So we just got through January. Yeah. This month is gonna yeah. be over. Days of War is this. Days of War is a is a first person shooter set in okay. World War Two. Uh, their whole thing is they want. 100 player uh, matches. Oh, okay, cool. So it's they like just need to get 100 people who know what the fuck it is. Okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was going to say. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> We'd, uh, you know what? Right. I would like $100 million. That doesn't mean it's going to happen, but... <laughs> it could be cool, though. I mean... Uh, all right. Move, I might have to... Put wishes in out. one hand and shit in the other and you can tell me which one fills up faster. Will do. <laughs> and I'm going to end the podcast right now because that's uh, disturbing. <laughs> All right, John, go ahead. Let's get us. Let's let's get on February here. All right, uh, February second, we have Deluvian for PC. Uh, I don't know what that is. Uh, we have Always Awakening for PC. We might have more on that next week. Who knows? <laughs> uh, we have. Fire Emblem Heroes for Android, February 2nd. And, uh, all right, that is, that is February 2nd. Then at the for third through the sixth is the Ghost Recon Wildlands closed beta. Anyone here interested in Ghost Recon Wildlands? Um, sort of. Yeah, it's one of those games, like, I might, it might be fun with my friends. We'll see if I can get, if we get them all to get it, if we all get it. But we'll see. Uh, all right, February 7th. We have Knights of Azure, 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 Azure. As, <laughs> I don't... Azure is how I've heard it pronounced. So we'll just Azure. Ahead. Okay. All right. Uh, for PC, we have. I've heard really uh, good things about that one. Actually, like it's actually supposed to be sort of a uh, sort of supposed to play like uh, Castlevania Lords of Shadow, just a little less long. And by a little less, I mean by probably about half, because that was a lot of that game's problem. Was just seemed to stay out its welcome a little too long. Which game? Uh, the Lords of Shadow game. Oh yeah, that game. I liked Lords of Shadow. It was just long. Yeah, I liked it. if they had cut that in half, I probably would have liked it more. Yeah, Lords of Shadow Two was not that good though. Um, never played it. Uh, yeah, but I own it. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, on the seventh, continuing, we have Uncanny Valley for PS4, Vita, Xbox One. Um, actually, says oh, uh, February tenth for the Xbox version of that. Okay. Uh, then we have oh Jesus, uh, Atelier Sophie, the Alchemist, the Mysterious Book. 
I know this is a series, and I know that that word means alchemist, I think, but I don't know how to say it properly. Uh, it comes out February 7th for PC. Uh, I think it's Atelier, if I'm remembering right. Atelier? I don't know. I've heard it said so many times, but as I, I sort of, my brain sort of like just glosses over it. Like, oh, that thing. Uh, never heard that word ever in my life. I know it's the word, I know it's the word, I think it means alchemist, I'm pretty sure. Uh, anyway, moving on to the eighth. Uh, we have, actually, we have the Wild Eight for Steam Early Access. That sounds like a Western game. Uh, and then, oh, uh, seven here. Sequels eight. to Magnificent Seven, the Wild <laughs> and, uh, and and much further uh, down the road than uh, the Furious Four, uh, the canceled Brothers in Arms game. Oh yeah, <laughs> that game. You know, it's funny. I actually oh, like, I had to look it up yesterday or two days ago. That I was like, oh yeah, that got canceled. I forgot about that. I was like, because oh, I kind of like the Brothers in Arms series. But anyway, move on. All right, uh, on the seventh tier, but eighth in the in Europe is Neo, that uh, samurai Dark Souls looking game from, uh, I think Team Ninja is the one that's doing it. Yeah. Uh, I I, there was a time in my life where anything Dark Souls would have gotten me excited, but I'm kind of Dark Souls out at this point in my life, and I just a game just it just sounds like it'll be frustrating to re- to relearn a game like a, a different version of a game like that yeah <laughs> i i want to buy it just to support it but i'm like i can't support the entire industry by myself you know somebody else can somebody else can hold this one I up think it, i think it'll do well i think that game will do well i hope uh, so it's been you know it's yeah. that thing's been in development hell for like 10 years so people people like their dark souls and i think i think this will it looks like it's a good one of those so uh all right, on the ninth we have Quarantine for early access, so it's, you, you get to watch the movie Quarantine on February 9th on PC for early access. Uh, the one with uh, Lawrence Fishboard. It's it's a found footage one that's that was a, it's like I think it's based on I think it was like a remake of Wreck or kind of like an American version of the movie Wreck, but it was it's whatever it's okay. Yeah. Uh, and for we have Brutal with it, uh, which is like the ASCII roguelite. Oh, yeah. That's, I don't know. It seems interesting, but I don't know if I'll actually play it. Or buy it, yeah, for that I'm matter. Not, I, don't, I don't really like Rogue. I'm not really a roguelite guy. Oh, I love Rogue. I love NetHack. What about uh, Sheeran? <laughs> don't know it. You don't know Sheeran the Waterer series? Nope. That kind of surprises me. Okay. No. They're... they're uh, God, I'm trying to remember where they started. The Super Famicom, I think. And then... Yeah, we, we didn't see any of them until the DS. We got Cheer in the Wanderer for the DS. And then there's one that just came out. It was one of the ones I listed, I think, two weeks ago, maybe? Or two episodes ago? It was uh, Cheer in the Wanderer something, something to the Dice of Fate or something like that for the Vita. So... Hmm. Jeremy Parrish kind of... Kind of raves about the... Uh, about the Sheeran series, so. Uh-huh. All right. Well, we all right. Moving on to the to Valentine's Day, February fourteenth, we have For Honor, which is a cool looking game that I probably won't play. Same here. Uh, yeah. 
Or by. Uh, I, I then, really need to emphasize that. <laughs> or by. That's that's true. You do have to emphasize that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. And we have Sniper Elite Four on Valentine's Day. I was, I'm surprised. Can't believe it's the fourth one of those. I'm. Yeah. 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 I guess they do well. Um, and on the 17th, PC, we have all the delicate duplicates. Don't know what that is. Sounds like it might be about robots. <laughs> I think you're thinking replicants. Uh, clones. Yeah. Oh, sorry, replicants. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's, actually, it's actually a Blade Runner game. Um, <laughs> on the 21st, we have Halo Wars 2. I don't care. <laughs> you know, I'm kind of right there with you. Yeah. Uh, Lego Worlds, which I don't it's a, a, it's a Lego game. I don't yeah. know what kind. It's good. It's got Legos, though. Uh, Ease Origin. Yeah. Which, I saw the trailer for that. Uh, at, I don't remember what show it was. I talked, about Jason, talked to Jason about it. I think it was the... P, uh, the P, was it PSX maybe that they showed it. Uh, it's coming out PS4 Vita, and I I thought Eve was like a turn-based RPG series, and I was incorrect. And now I'm actually more interested in it. Mm-hmm. It's like an action RPG. Oh yeah, it's like mm-hmm. super fast action RPG, dude. It's that's yeah. like kind of my jam. So uh, uh, I like Twitch stuff. You should really look uh, into uh, like E7 and Othenfelgana then for the Vita or the PSP, but. And Memories of Salsetta. Okay. Um, and uh, also, and also, also on the 21st is Night in the Woods, which is a game I'm very interested in. I don't know if you guys have seen stuff for it. Mm-mm. It's got a good look to it. It's well, like a... It's, it's kind of like a... set in like an Animal Crossing-esque uh, world. Uh-huh. Um, but like a darker... Uh, it's And you play as this uh girl who's it's a cat you come back to your town and there's some sort of mystery going on you know that kind of whole setup it's in a, it looks like an adventure game but it's got a good, really good look to it and it seems like it might have an interesting story so i'm i'm intrigued by it so are we talking uh, like a like like a animal crossing with a story but it's a noir type thing yeah that's a kind of that's kind of the vibe i got from it weird animal crossing new, yeah new noir it, it also looks uh, 2D, from what I could tell. Okay. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping an eye on that one. Okay. Uh, for day, and then on 23rd, we have Deus Ex Mankind Divided, a Criminal Past DLC. So if you like Deus Ex, it's a DLC for you. Uh, and finally, clo- uh, we have two games closing out February. Uh, Torment, Tides of Numenera. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and a little game called Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh Jesus! Yeah, that's right. Yeah, man, that is. I I I, I almost feel bad for um, Tides of Numenera because like coming out at the same time right there. But I don't know. That's yeah. uh, that's one of those like I really want to play that one, but again, it's PC only. But you know, like all those games, like um, oh, like Numenera. Numenera is coming out PS4 and Xbox One. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Okay, cool. Never mind. Xbox One it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn, that's kind of the game this first half of the year. It's the big IP this year so far that's been announced. 
Well, um, the new IP perspective. Okay, new new IP. Sure, sure. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should have been more. It's the big new IP for the year, at least up to this point. So yeah, I was gonna say yeah. You're only only going up against a new Mass Effect, a new Zelda. Yeah, I mean yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm aware of that. I'm just like (laughs) it's the big new IP that everyone's looking at to see to see if it's good or not. Yeah. Um, Big big exclusives. So yeah, it's that's that game's that's a big deal game. I am. All right, moving. On. I am. I am definitely oh. wanting to play it, but the more I think about the pedigree of the studio that it comes from, I'm like, how are they going to pull this off? They've never done anything like this before. Yeah, I. I think it could be so good, but I'm also worried it might just be middling, and that that's like the the worst thing possible in my mind is if it's just okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. kind of what I'm afraid of. It's got a lot of a lot of promise though. It, it looks great. Yep. It's got it's definitely got that going for it. Like it looks really good. Uh, all right, moving on to March, and this is, is a this is a big one. Uh, all right, on March third, we have a new console coming out, and it's the Nintendo Switch. Same week as Horizon Zero Dawn. Emphasizing that interesting interesting decision to say the least. <laughs> uh, I do wonder. I, I mean, we'll see in like you know a little less than a, or a little more than a month, but like I do wonder how one's going to affect the other or if at all it's just because i don't think the same I, I i think the venn diagram of people who are going to buy a switch in horizon are is probably pretty small yeah that's fair it's it's yes it's it's, it's an interesting thing because i mean that includes zelda coming out the same week but uh, mm-hmm. so and snipper clippers yeah. <laughs> oh yeah <it's> <laughs> Uh, and a that, fifty dollar bomberman that, game. That is, Sniffer Clips has no date yet, actually, so it might not actually be be oh. a, a launch title. All right, but yeah, I'll run down the launch title, the launch games. It's a little more extensive than I thought it was the first time they announced it. They've they've added a few things. Uh, I am Setsuna is a launch title. Um, Just Dance twenty seventeen. So get your dance on. Uh, Super Bomberman R. The launch title. Yeah, but at fifty dollars, I'm gonna pass on that one. Oy. Yeah. Also, fifty dollars one two switch, not a pack in. I thought it was forty. It's, uh, it's fifty. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's forty. I think we even talked Either about way, it forty on the podcast. Either way, too expensive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, World of Goo is the launch title. Human Resource Machine, which is uh, from the. For, from the Little Inferno people. Something I just bought I on iOS two weeks ago. And the big one, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Um, you did. I think you forgot to mention Little Inferno, too, when you said the, the people from Little Inferno. It's uh, not listed as a launch title on here, oh, but I mean, okay. it might It's not a launch title, then. but yeah, uh, that, it, that's it could coming be. on it there, could, too. It would make sense to be. I don't know why it wouldn't, if they're putting resource machine out, too. Yeah. But, uh... They have one two switch on here twice, so I think they meant to put, put Little Inferno in one of those spots. Maybe, yeah. Uh, Little Inferno is a pretty cool game. I enjoyed that one. I played that on the yeah, Wii like, U, I think. It was a few years ago. I played on the I played on the iPad when it first came out. It's a cool little game. Uh, and, and March seventh, we got some uh, some more big games. Uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands come out March seventh. Uh, and U- Ultimate Marvel's Capcom three. For PC and Xbox One on March seventh, and near Automata, which is a game I'm I'm very interested in. Automata, uh... 
Automata, automata, automato. Uh, tomato. Yeah. Near tomato. Tomato rind. Uh-huh. <laughs> we just juxtaposed the letters. We got tomato rind. All right, uh, March fourteenth, Star Trek Bridge Crew for the for all VR uh, headsets and Danganronpa or Danganronpa, I forget how they say it. One and two reload. Those are uh, I've only I only finished one, but the, I played a good chunk of two, but uh, I forgot why I stopped playing it. It wasn't because I didn't like it, but those games are really cool little uh, visual novel games with a Phoenix Wright court stuff mixed in mm-hmm. I, I like i definitely really liked the first one it, it was a uh, that was pretty intense i've got one or two solid. in ultra despair girls sitting on my shelf with the rest of my vita games <laughs> so those are that first one at least is one of the best vita games that's out there i'd recommend you give it a shot at some point um all right uh moving on to march 21st i'm gonna skip one and read a couple others uh Troll and I for PC, PS4, Xbox One. That's probably an indie game. <laughs> I don't know what Ooh, that is. Ooh, if I had a wager, a guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Twinkiden? Tokiden? Twinkiden? Two? Twinkiden 2? That's coming out for the PS4, Vita, and PC. Tokiden, I think. And the big Tokiden. And the big one, Mass Effect Andromeda. What day is that one? Is that so, the 21st? 21st. 21st, okay. So, maybe if I'm lucky, that'll be enough time to finish Zelda up. Yeah, that's, that's kind of why I'm not... I'm trying to decide if I want to, if I'll have, if I can finish... Because Nier is an open-world game, I think. A sort of open-world game. Yeah. So, I'm trying to see, decide if I have enough time to finish that up before Mass Effect comes out. Yeah, Nier I'm going to buy right away because I have a friend who's... At least one friend who's working on it. Or at least the localization, yeah. but maybe another one, but I, I, don't, I don't know for sure if she is or not, or they shouldn't have said even that much. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I gotta finish Horizon in, before that comes out, if I want to play it too. Yeah, it's a weird, it's, it's gonna be a weird time thing. Yeah. How big, yeah. Uh, we'll see, we'll see what, what I get to. Uh, Alright, 24th, Greenfall Chapters, PS4 and Xbox One. Yeah. Uh, 28th. I just bought that on Google about Games like a month ago, too. About <laughs> figures. <laughs> um, on the 28th, Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 plus 2.5 remix. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Were we still podcasting? I heard Kingdom Hearts and I just passed so out. That's, that's Kingdom Hearts 4 then, right? I mean... <laughs> eventually 3 will exist, probably. <laughs> so... <laughs> When they run out of uh, fractions to to put on their game, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, well, no, no, because see, now they're doing decimal points. Two. Then they're going to do fractions. No, they've already done fractions. Wait, wait, yeah, they three, three, the three quarters something. Five over two, uh, something like oh, that. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Sixty-five and a half day. Yeah, in a day, half days. God, oh, that's fuck that series. Just let's go on. Oh, <laughs> God, fuck that series. Uh, a game I'm I wish was uh, I think it's coming out on PS4 eventually, but it's coming out on PC on the 28th is Strafe. It's like a it is a roguelike in the in the vein of a Quake game, and it looks uh, really cool. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's got no. I'm gonna have to look at that. It sounds uh, kind of cool. Yeah, 
it's yeah, it's a cool looking game. Uh, it's it's from Devolver, uh, Devolver Digital, who've been putting out some really cool, uh, weirder stuff. Well, that's recently. Uh, but that's the publisher. Do you know who the dev is? Uh, no, it might no. No, I'm gonna say Adult Swim, but I don't think Adult Swim's doing it. I like how the video for this looks like it was made in like the late '80s. <laughs> yeah, the are you watching the like really dramatic one or is it like a more recent one? There's an old one that's really good. It's like really dramatic, and it has it, it ends abruptly. It's really good. It's like the first I one. Have, that, yeah, I don't, I don't know which one this is. It's yeah. just on on Steam. Yeah, it's got this game's got a good sense of humor. It looks like to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Because eventually, I might play it on my laptop. I think it can it can run it. I don't know. It doesn't look intensive, but it I, I'm not sure. Um, uh, also on the 28th, we have MLB The Show 17. I know Jason's looking forward to building up his franchise one more for another year. Um, you know it, buddy. Just can't wait for my Mets <laughs> to choke just like they do in real life. <laughs> <laughs> And rounding out March, uh, we have Dark Souls 3's The Ringed City DLC, which is the last DLC for Dark Souls Dark Souls 3. And if we're to believe uh, from software, that will be the final piece of Dark Souls thing ever, because Dark Souls 3 is supposed to be the last Dark Souls. So. Yep, I'm sure that's true. Oh yeah, I'm sure it is. <laughs> um, you know what, real, real quick, getting back, yeah, that Strafe game actually looks like what that um, um, Bedlam was trying to do, but just looks like it doesn't correctly yeah anyway Strafe looks really good i'm i i hope to be able to play it it's totally like just how fast it moves it's exactly what i what i want it to be all right april this is a much shorter list so we're almost done here uh uh sniper ghost warrior 3 on april 4th so if you, if you didn't get enough sniping with Elite, you've got a, you've got a chance to be a Ghost Warrior this time. I was just going to say, did you just say the fourth one was coming out? But that's a different one. Never mind. <laughs> different, different sniper series. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, and my a game that looms over my head more and more every day, Persona 5, is coming out April 4th. Uh, God, that game better be good. It I'm sounds waiting, like it I'm is. Waiting a long time. Um, yeah, Kat like, Bailey over at a uh, U.S. Gamer, like she, I think she had bought the, yeah, I think she bought the uh, the Japanese version and played it a little, quite a bit. Yeah, and she said she was really into it. So, I mean, I mean, Famitsu gave it a good release, but it's also a Japanese RPG, so I was gonna get like a forty regardless and of what. It's <laughs> also Famitsu, so. Yeah. Uh, hey, you know, yeah, you I'm, know what game wasn't on that list in February? Berserk. Mm. Berserk, Band of the Hawk wasn't on there. It was not. That's that is weird. What what date? That's like that's like the twenty first, right? Twenty first or the twenty eighth? I forget. Somewhere in that ballpark. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think the twenty first. Yeah, because I got that pre ordered. So. Yeah. Oh, that's anyone that was that uh, thought I just didn't care. That I just it's not on it is not on this list. So that is. Thanks, right. BG247. Uh, <laughs> Game Informer Piece had it on there. Yeah, but they, they didn't have... Uh, 90% of the other things. They didn't have the Woods on there. Yeah, they didn't, have, they didn't have a lot of other things on there. Uh, I looked at the list. Yeah. Uh, they, that list needs to be updated. Uh, all right, April 7th. 
Bulletstorm full clip, Bulletstorm full clip edition. Nope. I really don't know what they'd be adding to it. I don't remember any deals. I like Bulletstorm uh, when it came out. Um, Do you want to spend fifty dollars on Bulletstorm again, though? No, no, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I would on a Bulletstorm too, but not on the first one again. Uh, I, you know what? I, I'd probably but, buy it for twenty, but fifty seems a little much. Yeah, like I, I, I like I'd play it again. Like it's fun. It's a cool game. I like the skill shot stuff quite a bit, and it had it was it was pretty funny for the lowbrow humor that it was that it was using. So. Yeah, it embraced what it was doing. It yeah. knew it was what it was doing, and it embraced it. So yeah. All right, uh, April eleventh, we have ukulele. That a uh, it's banjo and kazooie, but this time you're a chameleon. You know, just top of my head, this. You know what else it totally skipped over was uh, uh, Poochie and Yoshi. Oh yeah, that was on the. Oh, oh, pretty, oh, pretty sure that was on the Game Informer list. Yeah, because that's <laughs> that's beginning of February. I think it's like this Friday. Yeah, looking now, I don't see it anywhere. Where they have they have all this obscure shit, and then they missed like those two games. Yeah, it's like the last, not the last, but it's like the only big 3DS game that's coming out, and it's like. You guys don't want to put the 3DS on there? Yeah, because uh, we got some more obscure ones coming up after ukulele. Oh, anyone here interested? Anyone here interested in ukulele? I'm no. kind of am. I no. like 3D performers. Rare. Uh, Luke and I have made our our love of anything rare well known. So, no, rare can go eat my ass. Is ukulele rare? It's made no, by people who used to work at rare. Yeah, so it can eat my ass. Yeah. All right. It can, it, you well, know, I'll it, probably it, play. It. Yeah, yeah. Rare, rare can rare can do uh, what that guy did to Ashley Williams. I'm good. <laughs> okay. Oops. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, nobody saw that episode of Girls. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but not. Okay. Uh, yeah, Brian Williams' daughter. Yeah. Anyway, uh, just go ahead. April twelfth, the sexy brutal. Ooh, sounds oh. sexy. <laughs> And brutal, and brutal, <laughs> or is it brutal? Uh, it's a, it's a brutal. You know what? It is a oh. spinoff of the Tales games. No, no, um, okay. Oh, so, so it actually be different than the Tales, than the other Tales games? No, it's still gonna be shitty and, Jason, and, and awful, but <laughs> but at least they'll have cool music. That's the only thing yeah. that's good about the Tales of games is like the music. But anyway. All right, and now we have this is this the Suda Fifty One Suda Fifty One's the Silver Case Remaster for PS4. I watched Game Informer play this on a replay relatively recently. This game looks awful. What? What is the name of this thing? <laughs> the Silver Case. I didn't I, even know I that existed. Ex- I didn't even know they needed a remaster because I, I didn't know the game existed. It, I think it was only released in Japan, maybe. Oh, okay. But it. Uh, this it was the uh, replay they did. It was so boring. This game looks so awful. I can't even explain what it is exactly. Well, it's Kinda a like, game, so that's probably enough. Yeah, like it. It's I. Re, I literally I've net. It's it's a pseudo game, and that I've never seen any other game like it. <laughs> so, uh, there's that. So, strap in. All right, April, also April 21st, Micro Machines World Series. What? Moving on. That seems like a, that seems <laughs> like a, that seems like MLB would have a, have a little bit of a problem with that name. 
I don't. I. I think. I mean. Also, poker's got the World Series of Poker. So. Um. I guess. But I, I was just thinking, like, because I remember like WWF, like back in the day, like had, like they sued. I forget exactly, but like there was a game. No, they were. They were called Main Event. Yeah. And they I mean, sued WWF because they was, owned the name but, Main Event. I mean, WWF was sued because the world by the World Wildlife Foundation, so that's why they're WWE. So they're not they're not strangers to being sued for name stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so and, you know, 20, 20 years uh, after the fact. I mean, yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ! I, I, donating uh, donating money to Hulk Hogan or pandas? I don't know. <laughs> Ugh, idiots. Uh, all right. Uh, in rounding out, um, uh, and twenty fifth here, twenty eighth in Europe. Uh, Dragon Quest Heroes two. Um, that's the Muso Dragon Quest. Yeah. yeah? Okay. I'm probably going to wait on that unless they come up with like a special edition for the Switch because they're coming up with the, you know, Dragon Quest Heroes 1 and 2 and they said it's not just a port, which means there's probably just DLC or something stupid in there, but I'd rather just spend the money on the Switch and get both than have to buy it on the PS4 and just get one version of it when I've got the first one sitting on the shelf anyway. Barely touched. Okay. And on the 28th, we have Mario Kart 8 Deluxe for the Switch. Little Little Nightmares, which we saw, we just saw a screenshot of that, and that game looks, from one screenshot, I'm actually pretty intrigued by that game. I'm not looks like a, it looks like a little nightmare, all right. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, looks like it looks um, like a side scroller kind of puzzle platformer is what I would call this based on one screenshot. Uh, so. Yeah, maybe like a like an inside limbo kind of thing. Um, all right, yeah, and yeah. ending the month, we, Portal Knights, also on the 28th. I don't know what that is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, we got a handful of games. We got some May, a couple May games and a couple of June games that just got announced this week. Um, May 5th, Prey. Which is Prey, which is Prey Two. I don't know why they called it. There's only been one game. <laughs> like, there's only been one other Prey. You can't just call it Prey again. Like, <laughs> sure you can. I mean, okay, it's been it's been ten years, and it's it is not even tangentially related to the first Prey. So they're it's just a reboot. A, a yeah, you know. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't number it two. Uh, the uh, the trailer they just released looked a little more ashy than I thought it would, but it also looked really interesting gameplay wise. Some of the stuff they showed, mm-hmm. so I'm actually, I'm I'm definitely looking at that game. Um, I'm thinking Ben Hansen over at Game Informer is obsessed with that game just because you can transform or occupy. I forget what it is. Yeah. but a cup of coffee. Yeah, you can transform into stuff. It's it looks interesting. Yeah, he he really has uh, latched onto the cup of coffee thing for some reason. I don't know why. But it's kind of funny. <laughs> All right, uh, May 9th, birthday is the beginning. Oh, it's the Harvest Moon. Yeah, that's the thing. that's the uh, game from yeah. the Harvest Moon creator. That I'm actually like, kind of like that. That's definitely something I'm gonna pick up. That looks really kind of cool. Think um, has- think like Minecraft meets Evo: The Search for Eden for the Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. and I think that's what they're going for. Okay, uh, I- I'm not. I'm a little less turned off by the Minecraft thing after I like I like 
like Dragon Quest Builders more than I thought I would. So yeah, it, there's not really so much <laughs> Minecraft. It just I, I guess just like aesthetically, it sort of made me think of Minecraft. But like it, it, I guess really I would think maybe like Evo: The Search for Eden, but in 3D in a more contained world, and you have a like a checklist of things you can I guess evolve. So it's like it, it gives you something a little bit more tangential to kind of go with. So than Evo: Search of Eden, Search for Search for Eden, did. And I don't even know why I'm saying that. Like either of you guys would know what that is or have played it because it's like <laughs> an obscure Super Nintendo game. That I'm thinking about it. It just I played it a lot when I was a kid. So yeah. I'm sure one person listening to us will be like, "Oh shit, love that game." <laughs> Frankie, you know what it is? Nope. No, okay. All right. Well, I feel fucking old. And, okay. Anyway. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's sorry. It's, anyway, basically, you know? <laughs> it's, it's basically this evolution game where you start off as like a very simple fish and you eat stuff and then you evolve. And then depending on what you eat, it will, the parts that evolve on you will change. And some things are more beneficial to you. Some things are less beneficial. I suppose. It sounds familiar, but I think you might have explained it to me before. <laughs> that may so like be what was that, John? Like Spore? Um, yeah, except it's a side-scrolling platformer, and it's level-based, so you go through certain eras, and you start... And each time oh, you work? go to a new era, <laughs> you start off on the bottom of the food chain again and have to kind of work your way back up, so... Oh, I feel like I've played something that sounds just like that, too. Not, not, it's not, it wasn't that game, but it's something I played that was kind of similar to that. Yeah, I was going to say, because I, anyway. I remember selling my, my Super Nintendo cart for it, like, five or six years ago for like $120 and I kind of regret doing it now because it goes for way more than that now. Anyway. All right. Uh, May 16th, Injustice 2. I liked the first Injustice. Mm. Um, they're adding gems to this one. I don't know, uh, which could which could be interesting. It might, they're adding what? Uh, gem, like a gem system. Like, like the, they're adding the, uh, like, did you play like Tekken Cross or Street Fighter or Street Fighter Cross Tekken? I think it was Street Fighter Cross Tekken was the one that came yeah, out. Yeah, Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Yeah, I think it's like maybe like that where you you they were they had like gems in there that were like gave you bonuses and different things that you that you used to customize like your different characters and that kind of like a loadout kind of thing. I think is what might be in the new Injustice. Hmm. I, yeah, I don't know. I I don't know how to feel about that. I did like the first one, but uh, we'll see. Yeah, I'll probably get it just because the first one was really good. Yes, it was. Like, I played hours and hours of that game with yeah, all my me friends. And my, me and my friends in our dorms used to play it all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, May 19th, Fire Emblem Echoes, Shadows of Valencia. Yay. <laughs> Yeah, woo! Uh, Frankie, are, are you are you uh, into the Fire Emblem series? Not really. Okay. Uh, it. I mean, they look interesting, but I've never really got into them, so gotcha. never really owned one. I don't you... think, other than the free ones that Nintendo provided. <laughs> oh, wasn't it just the one for the ambassador thing? Yeah, the that was a uh, Fire Emblem: The Sacred yeah, Stones. W- yeah. All right. Uh, now we're in. We got three. We got four June games. Uh, Tekken Seven, June second, which I'm looking forward to. I haven't had a good Tekken in a while. The last few haven't been that great. This one yeah, looks promising though. Since what Tekken Tag? 
Uh, I like four or five. I like one of those. Really stuck out in your memory, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Second tag. <laughs> this this one looks it looks cool. They, they uh, uh, June 9th, Dirt Four got it surprisingly announced uh, this week. So and and got a date. I don't remember it being announced before this. I don't but, either, honestly. Yeah. Gotta remember when that was a uh, not an arcadey series, and it was Colin McRae Rally. I remember like a buddy of mine coming over to my my place, and like we were playing it, and like the tire would blow out, and you'd have to like sit there drive, like pulling against your wheel because the tire was yeah. off of it. It was, it was pretty. It's a pretty great series. I mean, it didn't handle like a sim, but it was pretty close to it for you know the original Xbox as much as that could handle it. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, so uh, yeah. Dirt 4, nothing like that, and not really on my radar. <laughs> All right, uh, June 20th, we have Final Fantasy XIV's uh, new expansion, Stormblood. Uh, anyone here play Final Fantasy XIV? Negative. Nope. <laughs> I played a few months ago. I loaded up the free, the free trial, made a character, Started playing, and about 10 minutes in, I realized I hate MMOs. I don't know why I did this and deleted it. <laughs> so, <laughs> you, uh, are, you, are you sure you're uh, not getting charged for this still? That's my final fantasy. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. That's my final fantasy 14 story. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. It's <laughs> I spent more time making a character and, lo- and downloading the game than I did playing it. You know... I don't think there is a single person on this site that plays MMOs. The closest one is Luke, and that was Dragon Quest X. Uh, I played um, ESO for a while, but then all my friends dropped off, so I stopped okay. playing. Okay. <laughs> That's wow. my friends that play that, but I'm not really into it. Um, I, don't even, I didn't even like Skyrim as much as everyone else did, so... Uh, you and Luke and, talk. Skyrim <laughs> was not as good as Oblivion. <laughs> it, just like, like Fallout 4 was not as good as New Vegas or 3. Um, and ending our list on uh, June 23rd in Europe, 27th here, Danganronpa, another episode, Ultra Despair Girl, Girls for PS4. Put it on your calendar. I've, that game is like a rail shooter thing. It's... it's it got bad reviews. It's not what Danganronpa is. Looking forward to not playing yet, yet again. So. Well, hey, let's remember um, whatever Final Fantasy 15 is. That it's also not what Final Fantasy 15 was, and a first-person horror game isn't what Resident Evil 7 was. So, or wasn't wasn't what Resident Evil is. Yeah, but this this is a rail shooter instead of like a a visual novel. So uh, it's a, I, it seems a little more drastic to me than changing the way you interact with combat. <laughs> it's pretty much just a different kind of game at that point. Oh, well, okay. Well, it did say it, it did it did kind of specify that it was a a, a side it just, story. It, it says sorts. another episode. It says another episode. That's why I'm not playing it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's our long journey through that list. Yeah. That's, that's the, that is the first half of the year, and there are a lot of games on there. And that's not including just the random little bullshit that pops up on Steam, so. Yeah. And the games that haven't got, uh, there's a bunch of games for early 2017 Q1 that are still 
that it, that it could come out. Haven't got dated yet. Um, yeah, it's it's gonna be packed. I hope yeah. some of them. I hope they push them to the summer. This it'd be nice to have games in the summer for once. But uh, you know, I don't think it's gonna matter because I think you can just I. I, I just call me crazy, but I think these games are going to be on the shelf for a while, and if not, you can buy them digitally. So then, if you run out of stuff to play during the summer, you can you can probably buy these. Yeah, true. <laughs> I'm sure I won't. I'm sure there'll be some that I that I skip till the, for a little bit. But just Persona alone is probably going to keep you busy for a good month. So yeah, if you ask me if I wanted to review that, and I I. I might, but it won't be a timely review. That's for sure. Well, that's uh, our that that seems to be the site's uh, modus operandi. So, I mean, I got this. I got the Resident Evil one done. The you same, are like, the closest the thing to a timely review that we get. I mean, I like I said, I've got something I can't talk about yet, but um, yeah, I can I can do that. But that's just because I got it like two weeks early. So, yeah, maybe even three weeks. Um, early. I don't know. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's, there's some stuff I might talk to you about, uh, getting earlier, trying to get early reviews for some of the smaller games. I, I don't know. I just, the big ones, I don't know, but yeah, anyway, that's, that's going to do it for that list. I don't know cool. if there's anything else, get, anything you guys want to talk about? I can't think of anything in particular. I think we, uh, I think we overrode quite a bit of stuff this episode. I wasn't expecting it to run this long, but that yeah. seems to be the case oh, with most up, episodes. Made up for last week, so... Not made up for not doing one last week. Yeah, that's true. So, mm-hmm. all right, Frankie, anything else to add, bud? Nope, not that I can think of. Cool. All right, so, um, over the next week, anything? What are you guys planning on playing? Any any plans? Uh, Resident Evil Seven's got its first DLC coming out on Tuesday, so I'll probably play that. Um, it's banned footage. I think it's gonna be more for those videotape things I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe they're separate from the actual story. They're they're standalone kind of things. But uh, the first one comes out, and the second one comes out next month. And then they've got some more DLC planned too. But and uh, yeah, I think that's it coming out at least this next week. Okay, Frankie, you gonna get back into a catalyst uh, well, or whatever it is, cat- cat- catalyst, catalyst, catalyst. Yeah, yeah, I'm probably gonna get back into that. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I think I want to check out that the Turing test, see how it goes. I like puzzle games, so. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll like see. I said, check out uh, Dying Light also. I think, you, yeah. I think you'd like that for sure. And Dying Light, I am for sure going to check that out. Yeah. Yeah, That's how about you, Chase? Anything? Um, well, yeah, Fire Emblem Heroes comes out, so I'm definitely going to try that, and just hopefully Donald is some low tier drop character that I can get from the gotcha system if, the, if they're not going to launch with them right away. But, um, uh, that and well, I guess I could just spoil what one of the things I'm getting, um, is, uh, that I ordered and should be here on Tuesday is a uh, Yakuza zero. Um, that game, I want to play it. I think John Bomb's going to do a full playthrough of that game though. So I'm going <laughs> to, I might just watch that. Uh, I, we'll see. I, I have been like, I, I, through PlayStation Plus, I own, however you want to phrase it, um, three of the Yakuza games. So I'm like, I, maybe I should play these finally. So it's just like, you know, Yakuza Zero seems like a good entry point. So it might be hard to go back to the like old the ones. One. I don't know, but yeah, this seems like the one. Yeah, uh, 
And then uh, mm-hmm. I think it's Kimiwa uh, comes out. You know, that's something that didn't get mentioned. I think it comes out. Uh, Kiwami. Kiwami. There we go. Yeah, I, pro- I probably just made up a Japanese word and anybody, any of our listeners that speak Japanese. <laughs> probably just told us Probably just said something <laughs> terrible. So, um, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So I, I swear that comes out like, or was maybe that's the middle of the year. I'm thinking. I don't know. Or maybe the end of the year. But I know it comes out this year. I'm gonna look at. I'm gonna look at Game Informer's list really quick. I think that's. The, I don't think it was on there either. Um. But yeah, that's just a remake of the first one, isn't it? Yeah. Kiwami. Yeah. Next is zero. Um. Oh, uh, Digimon World Next Order comes out on Tuesday on this list. So that was not on there. So you, you Digimon fans, I liked Digimon when I was a kid. So. Actually, a guy I used to work with was like really into Digimon, and he was kind of upset that he couldn't get them because they were like all PlayStation brand exclusive because he was an Xbox guy. So, uh, uh you were right. Little Inferno is a launch title, and so is Skylanders. That was not on that list. So, um, Sticks, Shards of Darkness comes out, PS4 and Xbox One. Is that a, is that a sequel to Sticks? Oh, that's the first one. Yeah, it's a sequel. Um, looking at this list still. Oh, Kiwami comes out sometime in, um, sometime this summer. So about mid-year. And then we get Yakuza okay. 6 sometime next year. So. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of positivity around this new Yakuza, which is inter- which is nice to hear. So yeah, the, the, I think what got me mostly was like it just seems like it's everything that Shinmu kind of wanted to be, and just like really amped but up. Like a good game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just entertaining. <laughs> so. Instead of a piece of garbage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, me, uh, Frankie, me and Jason had a long talk few months ago about how, about my thoughts on Shenmue. I think that was <laughs> uh, like episode 54 and we named it Underground Duck Races. So yeah, <laughs> look at a picture with the ducks on it. It's me giving my thoughts on Shenmue, and at least the first one. Not defending yeah. it, but just trying to put it in perspective as, you know, an older guy compared to you like what it was at the time. Yeah, now it definitely hasn't aged very well, but um you know what it was yeah. at the time. It was like it was something special. I'm not saying it was great, but it was something special for its for its time. So yeah. But anyway, you know, what? let's let's wrap up this podcast because we yeah. Let's we, hopefully hopefully I'll be able to talk about Yakuza Zero some uh, next week because I I really want to get into that and then um the other game that I'm yeah still under embargo about that I can't talk about until next week. So anyway um. So you can follow us on Twitter. You just look for us everywhere on the internet, just games and junk, and we'll 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 pop up. Uh, as for our personal Twitters, I am Jason Ariola, John. John Lucero seven seven seven. And Frankie. Uh, Frankie one zero two nine. Frankie with a Y. I am the only one without a number in there, and I think you know what's funny. There, I, I don't know if I mentioned this before. There is another Jason Ariola that writes about video games. Oh really? Yeah, in Texas, it's fucking weird. And is he, is he, does he have like a twirly mustache? I is he like <laughs> he's got hair, so there's that. Ooh, that's the, the the evil version of Jason. Just has hair. I honestly, I might be the evil version. I don't know. 
Oh, that's true. That's say, the, the villain is usually bald. That's true. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> I, I I might be the bad guy. So I don't know. It's yeah, it's it's really weird because I like I I went to like um what was that? it was like pulling my own profile up on like our on the on the games junk Twitter or thing to tag myself in, and I like I, I saw it. And I was like, wait, what? And I like sort of looking into this guy and like this guy writes about video games too. That's that's that, and it's not even like a different spelling of Ariola. It's the exact same spelling. I'm just like, okay, this is really weird. I I even like tweeted to him like a ways back, and I was like, hey, he was like, it's kind of funny. You write about video games. I write about video games. You didn't answer me. I'm like, okay, maybe I don't know. Maybe he's just like, maybe why did I get a notification for myself? That's weird. <laughs> right. He's <laughs> like, well, you know what? I've written on a bigger site than you before. So ha ha ha. <laughs> thank you hg 101 for tolerating me so yeah anyway um anyway so yeah that, that, that's enough talking about weird alternate dimension jason that lives one state over from me and does the kind of the same thing so yeah anyway um yeah games junk everywhere pretty much yeah and i can't think of anything else god what the hell i what you know what john you might have to start wrapping up the show i'm terrible at wrapping up the show because or Frankie, if you're gonna be on, <laughs> right, on more regularly, maybe I'll let you. Maybe I'll let you wrap it up. I don't know. That's, I gotta take the reins away from me. Like I've got the recording equipment. Let's let's just leave it at that. We shouldn't be able to see this thing. <laughs> As you would say, let's end this nightmare. Let's end this Get nightmare, and we'll talk to you guys. Bye.